So, uh, Isabel had her first class today at mm. school, and in the class description, the professor was saying, uh, she said, I swear a lot, I smoke during class, and queer up the class as much as you can. I smoke and, during class? Yeah, and so I was watching Isabel's Zoom call. She just she just stopped teaching and just lit a cigarette. Hell yes. And then when people were asking questions, they were like, oh, what do I got to do for like the weekly essay? She just goes, whatever, write whatever the fuck you want. <laughs> she said she said fuck every other sentence what course is this it was some aboriginal course what if he, oh. goes, what if he goes swearing and smoking class <laughs> then i'd be like oh, oh makes sense makes okay. sense oh. she's pretty uh she's getting what she paid she's, for she's acting within the bounds of her job i understand i understand i understand well that's it just caught me by surprise and I, it just kind of made me feel uneasy to hear no, how much she was swearing you know what that makes me feel like i mean as someone who's going to be a teacher, to me that that stinks of someone who's like trying way too hard to be, kind of like uh, rebellious. That's exactly thing. what it sounded like. That's what it, that's what it sounds like to me. Is someone who's like you know, I'm a cool professor. I'm a cool teacher. Like I'm not going to do any of the shit that you know other teachers do. Like I'm outside of the box. Like yeah, she's on. She on. We got no fucking tests. You can wear <laughs> the whatever, whatever the fuck you want. The class I wear whatever the fuck I want. Mm. Yeah, I didn't like it. God bless. Yeah, that sounds like someone going through a midlife crisis or something to me. Half her head was shaved. Oh. Like one, like the left side I shaved see. and the right side not. Okay. Interesting rock, fashion Rock choice. and roll, baby. Rock and roll. <laughs> that's rock and roll. She didn't look like a rock and roll. <laughs> that is the game. Patrick, really quickly, <laughs> could you pass me Godzilla from behind you? So he can kiss him? On the mouth? He just goes <laughs> and puts him back. <laughs> Put his head in your mouth. What? <laughs> yeah. God. It's just vinyl. It's my toy. Uh, I'd like you to replace him. Whoa! I felt like spicing it up, and I was gonna bring a different. <laughs> I was gonna bring a not Godzilla thing, and then I was like, you know what? I'm grabbing fucking Mecha Godzilla. Why the fuck not? Mecha Godzilla three. Now you put by it the way. Mouth. Yeah, and put it in your mouth. Okay. And there we go. Look at that set decks. Uh, the set deck. So I want to. Um, oh, we did. We did. We did. Oh. It's because last time we changed them oh, and then realized right. they weren't in frame. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, that's right. So I went to uh, Dollarama today, mm. and I picked up one of these like bathroom, like kind of um, organizing bin things. Mm. So now I have like a really nice organized thing where I have like my razor in one of them, my my um, my facial moisturizer in one of them, my deodorant in one of them. It's really cool, and I'm very happy about it. He's getting his life together. I am getting my. It does feel like I'm getting my life together in a strange way. <laughs> like doing something small like that makes you feel like everything's coming together properly. Mm. Yeah. Cool. Yeah. Anybody else got any <laughs> anything to get off their chest here before we get rolling? I got. I think I did have something to get off. You can say, what, you can say whatever the fuck you want. You can. You, <laughs> you can, can say, say the whatever you the fuck you want. Yeah. Take a smoke break. <laughs> smoke break. <laughs> smoke mid show. Smoke mid show. I don't have anything stink to up, say. Stink up this tiny little room with smoke. Mm-hmm. Okay, well, that's the cold open. It sounds. That's cool. the cold open. I guess we're starting the show. Here we go. <laughs> Let's do it. Uh, can we uh, cut in and like add this to the cold open right now? Ready? And no, I'm kidding. I don't know. I, don't have, <laughs> I can't remember what I was going to say. Well, if it comes to you at any point in the show, I don't care what we're talking about. Just do say it and then we'll cut it, it in. And be like, by the way, this is what I would have said. No, we'll leave it like uh, as it comes. Like, by the way, this is what I would have said. You know, I told um, uh, I told Patrick and Malcolm that my new ra- my new razor came in, mm. and it's unbelievably cool. <laughs> like I, I I told Patrick I was using it, and I was like, "Is it not working or something?" Because I didn't feel you know when you like shave and you feel friction on your face, like the hairs are getting pulled almost or getting like cut deep. Like you feel like it feels like a friction. Like it feels like you know, it feels kind of like heavy on the skin. 
Mm. It felt so light and nothing was happening. I was like, there's nothing happening. And then I look and, this, and like the hair is gone. It's like super smooth, mm. nice shave. When are you going to use it on your testicles? Well, here's the thing. I was actually considering this because I was like, what am I going to use on my pelvic region? And mm. to me, it's like I've been using the replaceable heads with the Gillette before. And then now I'm like, should I get one of those, like, not not like a Manscaped or like kind of like that sort of thing. I know Philips has one where it's like a one blade. The green like a, one. It's right? an electrical one. Yeah, yeah, that's what Michael and I have. I is, cannot. Is it, does it work Michael well? Michael and I? Well, we use it as our face shaver. He has his own like Manscaped well, there's one thing. That, there's one I use the green one for the my lawn- testicles. So you use the green one for his your testicles and he uses the green one for his face. Yeah. He uses the lawnmower. Oh! He uses the lawnmower, right? Ooh. Yeah, he has like whatever lawnmower. Fucking Does he know this? Balls. No, I don't think so. <laughs> no way, dude. Hey, <laughs> I just didn't tell evil. him. You're yeah. evil. But also, you're evil, dude, and you the... use it on your face too. Yeah, dude, it's just a way for it's Maddie to put his balls on his face. Pretty much. But what I was gonna say is that there's one called the Philips One Blade that you're talking about. Yes. There's a there's one I saw at Walmart. It's like fifty sixty bucks, and there's one that says like face, and there's one that says face and body. Mm. So I'm assuming you have the face and body one because if it's just a face one, it probably mess you up. I guess I don't. I just I don't know. It's a whole fucking. But so to thing. me, it's like. The razor that I have is one piece, right? And I can replace the inner blade, but I don't want to use it. I won't, I'm only going to use it on my face because the metal part would be touching everything else. So I want to have like my own separate thing for yeah. like below the below and the belt. I'm, and, I, and I'm terrified that he doesn't have his own. You use the same thing for everything? No, no. Yeah. He, and then your brother un- wait, 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 unknowingly oh uses use, it on his face. You use the same uh. one for downstairs as upstairs for yourself? Yeah. Oh. It's my fucking first of all. Okay, but it's downstairs for you and upstairs for Michael. Well, you, for gotta, him, I'm talking about just just himself. Like you should probably clean it though. Well, I do. Yeah, it's waterproof. Like you can rinse it and shit. No, I'm saying like with soap to like disinfect it from downstairs. Is oh, I'm that I don't. I'm not using soap. It's just a quick rinse and that's fucking <laughs> it. But it's also what would it get infected with? All it's no, doing is touching like my I'm not, stomach. I'm not implying that something's <clears throat> dirty down there. I'm just saying that it's just to me. I feel like. Those areas shouldn't mix at all. I'm making. Sure. I'm implying that you're. What are you implying? You're a dirty human being with STDs all over your body. Oh yep. my goodness. So. Well, again, it's my dick and balls. So. You want STDs on your face? No, but I'm saying there's no STDs on my dick and balls. So. Anyway, so so my point. So you is, think? My point is now I have this beautiful new razor. Mm. It's smooth as hell. You get one and you keep it, and I just have like these like little metal replacing razors, and they're like you know ten bucks for a hundred pack, and they're very nice. And now I gotta figure out the downstairs situation. Like, what am I gonna use moving Manscaped. forward? I was thinking about it, but like those kind of things are super expensive, and I just made a huge I just purchase. I just from so. shoppers, just an easy trim. Just, just, just works good. Like, how much are those? Forty-five bucks. Yeah, so I was at the Walmart, and there was one that was like uh, a Phillips one blade that Maddie says he uses, it's like face and body. It's like sixty or something. Yeah, it's, they work fine. I'm gonna I'm gonna wait to get my paycheck, and then I'll hop on that. Mm. So uh, we good to go? Yeah, let's do no, it. No, we haven't All actually right. entered the show yet. No, we haven't. We no. just started talking right. about the. Razor. We can we can clip that stuff towards the cold open if we want, or we can just cut it. it doesn't matter. Uh, I was thinking technically it could all just be part of the open. Sure. Maybe it is. Welcome back to episode 26 of Wildly Adequate. Show about anything, everything, usually nothing. I am one quarter of your hosting crew looking full white trash today with my sleeveless shirt and fucking trucker hat that Malcolm got me a while ago. Mr. Matthew Urso. And I am joined, as always, by... The illustrious one, Patrick oh, Fahim. He's bringing it back. Wasn't that me? That was you, but I'm stealing it. Oh, that's I'm true. also the illustrious one, Mark. <laughs> you can't do that. I can. I just did it. I'm Malcolm. 
And we had a show to do today. Uh, we, we, got, we got a humdinger of a show. We got a humdinger. I don't know what anybody else's topics are, but I, I know you guys know mine. I'm excited. Malcolm's I'm excited. got something. Let's take it away. Let's do it. I want to go five oh, rounds. No. Oh, no. No. Oh, my God. <laughs> I thought you were about to shush no. him. <laughs> when Patrick was like, no, you're like, shh, be quiet. Shit. Right, no, I want to put this. Fuck. I'll put it right okay, here no, in the for, middle. For those so of really you that, quickly. For those of you that don't know, the way the game works is that you spin the wheel and you have to eat the jelly bean that it lands on. So, for example, the light blue could either be toothpaste or it could be blueberry. So yeah. it's one bad flavor, one good flavor per, bad. per color. That's probably one of the better ones. But there's one that's like... There's like skunk and throw up. There's skunk and spray, licorice. There's a bunch of gross... Like It's skunk spray or licorice. That's one of them, for yeah. example. So you don't have to play? Or I'm playing with you guys. Two yeah, questions. or One question, one statement. One, are we like... Not to turn it into a game, but like, are we scoring this in any way of, or keeping track of like who gets good ones and who gets bad ones? No. We don't have to. No. I think we'll just, just do put it. it in How would you mouth. win? I don't know. No, you just got, no, got lucky. I got all the good there's ones. There's no winners. I just Winner. wanted a game out of it. I just wanted to everyone to eat these jelly beans and enjoy themselves or hate themselves. Well, this right. is good because we'll be able to just chat about basically whatever we want yeah. while eating. Yeah. So, Patrick, if your thing from the cold open you can remember comes to you, uh, <clears> let us know. Second thing, I'll, I'm sure you guys are excited to know on the back of this. Two new flavors and one that is new to me because I haven't seen it. Interesting. Birthday cake. Ooh, that sounds good. Or dirty dishwasher. That sounds uh, good. Birthday cake sounds good. Birthday cake. It's a gummy. It's a candy. Probably I don't want to taste though. cake tastes good. when probably eating good. a gummy. It probably, probably tastes good. like sprinkles. It tastes, tastes like The vanilla. two new ones here, and it's it vanilla, says bro. new on the box, cappuccino hmm. or liver and onions. Oh, uh. wow. And pomegranate. Or old bandage. Oh God! <laughs> Ew, dude. Right. I am repulsed. That's so and gross. Would not like to yeah. start. One thing. One thing I'm not gonna do is I'm not gonna start. Mm. And oh wow! I want someone else to start. Well, I've also said I'm not I'll gonna start. start so I'll start. I, I, thank God. Let's make it Mark's problem. Right. So I want to yeah. jump you right take in. The spinner, take the spinner on your spinner. turn, and then spinner. Should, should I hold it up while I spin it? I don't fucking care. Okay, here we go. Ready? Oh, okay. <laughs> I'm going to put my mic down just to spin it. Here we go. He's spinning. Um, so how's everybody else doing now that we're setting ourselves up for this torture? Uh, I guess I don't have to put it. Who's sweating? Wait, who's shitting does that count? No, maybe, maybe get count. Ma Maybe hold Maddie, hold it up straight, and then Mark can like, spin it while you're holding it up. I don't know if that's going to work that, that like, well. Like hold the corner. No, hold the work. corner? Hold the corners, Matt. Hold the corners, Matt. Hold the, like one corner, maybe? Like, like that. This is not working, This dude. is such a garbage wheel. It's a terrible let's, wheel. Let's see if we can... So is it actually going to spin if I hold it? No. It's not. I think what Maddie did was... Oh. 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 Okay. Okay, so... Oh. oh. <laughs> Mine landed right in between two. Well, you can see if to spin it again. Pick so one. <laughs> one. Can I just pick one? Pick one. Okay. One of them's... Take the red one. One of them's toasted marshmallow or stink bug. Or old bandage and pomegranate. Yeah. I say old bandage. Go for what does that even mean? How do you... How do you yeah. Put it in your mouth. To me, pick it's... Pick the color. Mouth. It's it's kind of it's the only reddish pinkish one. Reddish pinkish. Yeah. This one. You you you, you double check. Yeah. You say with that should be that one. Yeah. There's only That's one the red. One? Yeah. Yeah. Right. Bandage or pomegranate. Dude, how do they? You know, you know what's scaring me? How they found out what the the taste was and then actually perfected it. Because <laughs> <laughs> every time every time we tried it, it's like very accurate to what it is for most for the most part. You know? Yeah. If you get like I don't know if it's actually in this one, but in the past when you would get like either chocolate or like canned dog food, and you'd be oh, eating the canned God. dog food one, and not that I've ever eaten canned dog this food. Is, this tastes exactly like that but one it time. It tastes <laughs> like it's got that like meaty like that mm, smell ew, you get. It has. It's that impressive taste. that they can. Yeah. It's fucking. Are you a pomegranate person though? Like, do you even know what pomegranate is? 
is. What'd you get? I think I got pomegranate. He thinks he got pomegranate. It tastes relatively fruit. I don't like fruits generally, but okay. if it tastes fruity, I think there's, you got, there's yeah, no, you there's got no prob- doubt. You got I think the fact that I'm not like gagging is probably yeah. also yeah, a good yeah, sign. Yeah, also yeah. a good sign. Oh, it's kind of gro- it's kind of a little bit gross though. Mm. You just you're not fruit guy. That's the thing. Matt, you wanna? All right, Matt. Go ahead and take a shot. What if it is the bandage on? Maybe it is. How do you not know? I'm angry. But maybe that's a good sign. Maybe bandage is not that bad. I think, it, I think it tastes a little rubbery. No, no, no. You're convincing yourself. I think now. it tastes a little rubbery. Malcolm, could you do the honors and just spin every time sure, so we don't yeah, have to keep passing yeah, this thing around? I put easy. my fate in your hands. Okay, that's a pretty good What's that? Orange. That is strawberry banana smoothie or dead fish? Strawberry. Ugh. So it's like the orange one with spots, yeah. which is different from peach. How but it's exactly? Like, it, looks, uh, it, it looks almost identical to peach. Interesting. Oh, wait. I think it's... Peach looks one? like more of a neon-y... I think it's one. No, I don't know. I think yeah. it's, no, no. This yeah. is it's this one. It's this one. Patrick, can you refill the me with water, please? The peach one is darker. Please? Fuck it. Thank you. So my options are strawberry, banana smoothie, or dead fish. Fuck. Oh, this is for you, Maddie. Sakes, yeah. Thank you. No more, no more, no more. Ah! Uh, <laughs> uh, <laughs> you gotta chew it. What the fuck? He's uh, set out. Ah! Uh, <laughs> you gotta chew it. Fuck! You have to swallow it. He just eats like, two chews and he spat it. Uh, Wait, do, do do we have to swallow it? I uh, swallowed mine, dude. Swallow you have to? Okay, Maddie, go. Is it in the go garbage? Go, go again. I'm not fishing it <laughs> out of the garbage. Go get it. Yeah, yeah, next round, next round, if he gets a bad one, he's got to put I'll it down. I'll swallow I'm not fishing that garbage. Dude, I'm, I'm pretty, I'm pretty sure that was Band-Aid, because now it tastes br- like rubber in my mouth. All right, Patrick, ready? So you got dead fish? Uh, I love fish, though. Probably not dead, though. Does it actually taste fishy? Uh, it's, I don't know. It, it's Patrick? almost fishy, but just wrong. Right. Oh, fish. The same thing. You spinned it horribly. I didn't spin it. I spun it. I just did it. Right there. Oh. Is it a one? Yeah. It is? All right, Patrick. Please, God, please. Please. I, I swear to you know, you know what my theory Patrick's is before you go? Like five perfect. My theory is that 80% of them are bad, and it's just like, you know, every once Probably, in a while or yeah. something. I, I wonder if it says anything on there, but if it's 50-50. I don't think so. Yep. Dead fish. <laughs> oh, my God. This is absolutely what? disgusting. You like, you like fish? You like fish? That's this why is I not bat mine out, out instantly. <laughs> 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 I have to swallow it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Now you know why I spat <laughs> mine out after like two chews. It was literally one chew to like break <laughs> yeah, the yeah, shell. That's what I'm saying. The uh. second one to like get to the meat of it. And then I was like, nope, this is disgusting. <laughs> is this going to be the first time somebody throws up on this show? Swallow with water. Swallow with water. Uh, swallow yeah, with that's water. what I am going to do. You if I water. chew it and it's gross, ah. I'm swallowing it like yeah, a baby. pill. Yeah, baby. Ah! He absorbed the power from it. Not yet. Hold the corner like that. Don't give me no dead fish. That's good. Dead Are you fish. fucking kidding me? <laughs> it's the same thing. Again, wait, wait, wait. I'm gonna spin it again. I'm gonna spin it from here. Spin it again. Okay. Here, hit, hit your hand. There we go. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. The blue. So either toothpaste or berry. You're lucky what a bastard. Piece of shit. He's either just getting berry, baby. It's he's berry. Just getting berry it. Berry Five rounds right. each. You we're, said. We're just gonna spin it here. Yeah. Five rounds each? Yeah. God damn, this is gonna Bro, be a Bro, two, rounds each. We'll, see how, we'll long. see how long it takes. We'll see what the time's at. All right. <sighs> oh. All right, you're at peach. Peach or barf? Peach or barf? Oh! Oh, the, bar- the barf one is so bad. Peach or barf? What's this one? The neon pink. Dude, one. <laughs> the barf one is so bad. <laughs> it has to be peach. There's no way. I don't, I don't know how. After Thank three God. seconds. Peach? You lucky bastard. Mm. There's no way. It tastes oh like a sour God. peach. It's good. Oh my God! All right. <laughs> oh my God! Dude, the vomit one is so bad. <laughs> the vomit one, the vomit one makes you want to vomit right away. Ready, Manny? Oh, I'm, 
I'm ready, uh, all right. That's blueberry. That's it's right in the middle, so let's go blueberry. Oh, yeah. thank God. Blue one. You are a noble and generous god, because it's either mint or blueberry. Toothpaste? I'll tell you right now. That's some good mint. Patrick? <laughs> <laughs> yeah! Dude, no, no, no. That's blue. What is this nonsense? We're going to do the same shit. Oh, for me! For me, I have to get the fucking bad you know, one. I mean, I, I mean, we did a couple in a row, and we had to respin for me, so let's respin for you. This is true. I think you ended up for the for your respin. You got blue. Just I know. I was record. happy. I was happy. Maybe you'll be happy two, again. I think two in a row is the limit. Juicy pear or booger? Yay! <laughs> Bro, that yeah, one is the green. Uh, that one's the grossest one I've ever tried. Is this one? Yeah. No. Yeah. Yeah, it's a green yeah. one. Yeah. I'm praying for you, Patrick. Come on, Pat. Pat. Come I'm, on, Pat, not, I'm Pat. not praying on your Get downfall. Get the boogie. Get the I'm boogie, man. I'd like to see a booger reaction. Mm. Hey, asshole. <laughs> here we go. Here we go. <laughs> oh, I can fucking smell it. Close your mouth, bro. Turn the fan off. Turn the fan off. Fuck, that blew it right out of Patrick's mouth into my face. Jesus Christ. Jesus Christ. Patrick, like, chewed that apart and sat there with his mouth open, and the fucking fan turned and just blew it right in my face. <laughs> Water. Have water. Just yeah, put it in your mouth. Like a, like a pill. Like a pill. Mm. Why are you chewing it more? Just swallow. He wants, he wants to be a man. Uh, oh, I boogie. smell it again. Fuck. Boogie. <laughs> oh, Jesus Christ. Oh, some of it's stuck in my teeth. Uh, no. Yeah, that's All why right. you don't gum it oh, down. Me. Give me a blue, please. God damn but it. Do not, Patrick, let me spin it. Let me, let me spin it. Fuck that. I can actually get a good spin on it. <coughs> Ready? Uh, Jesus Christ. We got <laughs> toasted marshmallow or stink bug. Uh, which one's that? Oh, that is, is the that's the one that's it's white like the and brown. White and brown looking one. White and brown looking one. Here, I'll pick it up. Uh, it's right. It's one of those. Uh, if I get all five of them as like garbage ones, I might puke. <laughs> well, you're two for two so far. Fuck. I'm the, two for two. Technically based on two, Patrick's reactions, I'm really, I'm really yeah. scared. Oh. Give me fucking toasted marshmallow. Stink oh. <laughs> oh, Yeah, baby. Yeah. Oh, fuck. <laughs> <laughs> what is, what is it? Oh, <laughs> You have to. You made me swallow boogers. You have to. What is? What's the bad one? Just drink, uh, stink bug. Just stink drink it with water. Drink it with water. Drink it with water. Just down it like a pill with Check water. No, 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 without water. No, no, no one told me I couldn't do water. I did water. If you're a man, you'll do it without water. Oh no! Why do you guys keep chewing? <laughs> drink water. Drink water. Drink water. Drink water. <laughs> there you go. Get you, it out of there. You took the uh, easy way out. Uh, that's fucking gross. Yeah. <laughs> oh. Aren't you glad this stink is bug? your topic? Yeah. Okay, here's what we're gonna do. God, one more each. Let's do three each. Let's go four each. It's not five, bro. This was was so quick. Malcolm's plan was to do five. Let's do five. I can't believe how potent these things are from a smell perspective because I also smell Malcolm's and it stings the nostrils, as Ron Burgundy once said. (laughs) You want to? Oh God, that one was fucking terrible. Oh God, I smell it. That's what I'm saying. Patrick's. Oh my God, it smells so bad. Right? Fuck the stink bug. (laughs) Same one. Same one. <laughs> All right, the white and yellowy looking one. God, please fucking get stinked. <laughs> 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 okay, we have to. You have to down with that water. 
It's BS, bro. You got to download that water. I couldn't. There was no way on earth I could do that. Down it or like drink water after. You can drink water after, but you got to download that I would have thrown up if there was no water in my mouth. Then throw up. On the table? On the table. <laughs> I don't know how Mark. There's no way Mark got what I got. Yeah. I did. It's so fucking gross, bro. <laughs> I'm, trying not, I'm trying not to think. This guy almost puked. How are you not about to puke? He's trying not mm-hmm. to think. He's trying. Mm-hmm. This guy had to hold back his puke twice. Are you you guys are insane for taking as many chews as you're doing. I would take like one or two chews and then just suck that thing okay, down. The thing is, I don't want to have it stuck in my throat. Up, and then please, I, water, I'm please. breathing in and out and it's just like that taste. Bro, I it's, stuck in my, it's stuck in my molars. That's so gross. We're going to need so much water. After this topic, grab that fucking Bro, I've never Sour tasted Patch anything like that before. It's like, a, it's like acidic and gross. Get yeah. that Sour Patch Kids bag after and yeah, let me yeah. eat some of those. Oh, cool. the stink bug is just hitting me now. Yeah, the smell. <laughs> it's so gross. What the all right, right Maddie, you ready? Spin this fucking garbage. Ugh. I don't want to do this anymore. This oh, that was be, a good spin. This has to be unhealthy. Like uh, there has uh, to be adverse. Tutti fruity or stinky, stinky socks? Oh, dude, stinky socks is so bad. <laughs> which one is it? Let me see which one it is. It's like the, the uh, white, really white colorful white one. The really colorful one. Tutti fruity. Let's just see it. Let's see it. Oh yeah. Is it this looking one? Yeah. Yeah. Pink one with like the red. It's the white rainbow. The pink one and the red and blue and shit. Is it? Yeah, I think so. Because uh, the only other one in there that looks like it would be the white one. looking one. That's that. That's birthday cake. cake. Or the popcorn uh, yeah, yeah. one. That's Make right. sure it's not the brown and only brown. Yeah, it's that yeah, one. It's yeah, that's the one. That's the one. All right, everybody, pray on my soul. What is this? Nothing. Nothing. Or stinky socks. Malcolm prayed that Mark got stink bug. So no, no, spinner. Oh, what about it? He wants it. Oh, thank God. Oh, you son of a bitch. Son of a fucking. But you haven't gotten anything bad yet. I got technically I got two fails. One I spat out right away. And, then and one with toothpaste. Bro, that's, that makes me, Everyone gets one spit out because you got to spit out. Or I do a bonus one. He, he doesn't right, sure. Can you fill me up with water, Patrick. please? Patrick, right? <laughs> please. What do you mean you have water? Bro, it's, 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 I want to just be full for when I go again. I'm please. not going to make you full. No, no, I'm ma- not going to sacrifice mine. He barely has any left. That? What was that? It was Malcolm? the same thing everyone's got like four times. Wait, what? what? It was dead fish. Am I going to respin it for you? Okay. Okay. Ooh, good spin. You, lu- you lucky yeah. bastard. Oh, it's lucky Patrick fucking bastard. Are you sure it's the right one? Can go big. Yeah, yeah, yeah there's only one the blue. Right one. Toothpaste or blueberry? Can you spin that Toothpaste. One? Toothpaste. Mint. Fine. Nothing uh, wrong with that. Yeah, nothing freshen up your breath a little there's bit. There's absolutely nothing wrong with that. It's, it's a good my palate cleanser. My breath, my breath stinks. You need my, you need I know my breath stinks. Tootie fruit... Toasted marshmallow or stink Please. bug? Please. <laughs> should we just against Nah, let's give it to him again. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe you'll get toasted marshmallow this time, bro. It's so gross. It's a subtle grossness. It's not like it's not subtle gross. It's all the way gross. <laughs> I actually don't know if we have any left. Wait, wait. I Please don't go. have any left. Please. I'll, just, I'll, just I'll find it for you. No, so you spin it. White and brown. One, right? <laughs> yep. There's none left. There, there was respin it. Respin it. Respin it. There was two stink bugs in the whole pack. Apparently. Yeah, they didn't, yeah give, they didn't give us any toasted marshmallow. So it's a little mixed and match. Oh, yeah, that's true. They that. fucked us on that one. <laughs> that, didn't, that didn't spin. <laughs> there we go. Tutti free. That one is strawberry banana or dead fish. Okay, I, I don't time. like banana or dead fish. What? Give him strawberry banana or dead fish. <laughs> yeah, it landed on this. It landed on in between the blue and right. that Which one again. Strawberry banana or dead fish? What's it that it, it is like the again? orange with red speckles in it. Look, it should look like my this heart is pounding. Light orange, a pale orange, like that one. That's the one. Oh yes, 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 yes. Yep, that's the one. Not the neon looking one. Malcolm, God bless. Please, dead fish. Dead fish. Dog bless. Dead fish. Yeah! Down it! <laughs> Down it! <laughs> <laughs> Jesus Christ. 
why are we doing this to ourselves? I'm so happy I didn't eat dinner before I came, so I like I'm don't. I'm not up. like full. This of is food. the most. Yo, you didn't eat dinner before you came. No. Okay. Hey, okay. What, what are you gonna eat afterwards? Uh, I think mom made steak and like Caesar salad mm, and shit. Nice. So I'm pretty much booked up. Is, is there extra steak at your house? No. I'm tra- you're trying to go. There up? isn't extra steak. No. Oh, dude. You know that for a fact? Yes. Why do you always ask me? Is there extra so and so at the house? Like, you think my mom makes like? There's four of us, but she makes five what if steaks someone wants just to eat for two fun. Steaks? What if someone wants to eat two steaks? No. Okay, I'm gonna Honestly, spit. it was bad, but it wasn't nearly as bad as Stink Bug. Yeah. It really wasn't. Okay. Okay. Who are we on now? Uh, this is my this is my turn number this is your fourth. four. Oh. How about we cap it off oh. with this, huh? Nah. <laughs> so wait, 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 wait. There's no extra steak here. Fuck. No. Fuck. Fuck. That's so bad. Okay, ready? I got one good one. One. Did <laughs> you spin it for yourself? He did. And he did, he did a good uh, spin, too. The, I think you're red again. It's a... The, Old bandage again. I did that one. No, uh, uh, but you I got just, it though. No. But you got it. I bet I'm willing to go again. You got yeah, it. Yeah, just let him go again. Look at his, look at his face one. when he had the bandage in his I mouth. Had the, I had the same go gross one, bro. I think you should do it again, but it's okay. Uh, everything's still in my mouth. Red again. Just give it here. It's here, fate. Here, 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 here. It's meant to be. He has to do the red. Do the red. There's only so many flavors. What do you guys eat the red? That's the third red. Get the fuck out of here. Fine, fine. Nope. Put a red in his mouth. All right. Put a red in his mouth. Which one is it? Uh, just any of the reds. Any of these? Yeah, yeah. the reds. There's like 50 reds in front of you, you fool. What are choose, you doing? This guy's wisely. digging. Great pomegranate or bandage. Choose wisely. I don't like how your face works. You never what? know what you get. I think it's pomegranate. All right. All right. I think so. Right. It's it, it kind of weird and rubbery still. It might be the bandage. Maybe bandage just isn't that bad. Mm. I don't fucking know. All right, Matt. I'll come spin this SOB. What does SOB mean? Son of a bitch. Oh. Toasted one? marshmallow or stink bug? Well, uh, not there. Fuck, I wish someone else could experience that. I, I experienced it. You did that. Uh, fuck that. What, shit. what is it? What is it? Dead fish. I was going to say, if it was blue, don't give me what's the, the blue. Are you what's, fucking kidding me? What's the point of the spinner if we're not going to just go? It's, it keeps spinner. landing on the same I'll four do a red things. If that was in the middle, I'll try a red because yeah, I haven't tried a red, red yet. Okay. Because I'm interested because Mark seems conflicted on I do seem. I am conflicted. Now, wait a minute. There's only one red, yes? Oh, wait. one is dark. I'm going to go with the darker look. Wait, 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 wait. Is there only one red in the whole wheel? I think wheel? it's only the one red. <clears throat> There's only one red in the whole wheel. Yeah, oh, no, There's only I think... one red. It's just something yeah, like darker see looking. There's only see one red. You don't see in the box. So this is either pomegranate or old bandage. Yeah. I'm praying. No, wait, there is two. Another red? There's... Oh, I'm sorry. I'm reading the French. <laughs> <laughs> you have to do next one. Remember that. Uh-huh. This yeah. is four. All right, Patrick. Get... Ah! Oh, it's that bad? Okay, then I, got... ah! I definitely got pomegranate then. If it was that bad. That, it makes me... It makes me insanely angry <laughs> that you like you didn't know that you had pomegranate. No, because it, it was it tasted weird. It tasted off. It tasted gross. What does it taste like, Matty? Uh, Describe it. Describe it. Uh, Describe it. What does it taste like? It's like similar to a candy I actually kind of like, but wrong. <laughs> you know what we should do? That's what? the one I had then, because it tastes like kind of like uh, kind of like a jelly bean, but like someone fucking twisted it a little bit. Oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> all right over his laptop. <laughs> all, over, all over the laptop. You know what we should do? After we're done, because we're not gonna we're still gonna have a shit ton of leftovers. Next time we play a game, the winner gets a prize. The loser has to take a handful oh, and, no. and put it in their mouth. I'd, right. I'd actually throw up. Uh, Patrick, right? Patrick. Yeah, but this is the last round per person. I'm not doing anymore. Fuck this. Oh, a new one. The this is still four for me. Yeah. I know. It lands in the middle, Patrick. You can either choose a brown or a buttered egg, rotten egg. Ooh. You choose for me. Wait, I'm not going to choose my own poison. 
Can I see it, Malcolm? I'm going white because that's it's either the popcorn Patrick, it's either or the, the cappuccino Patrick, or the got, one above it. Wait, wait, what was the other one? Oh, cappuccino. Cappuccino or the one cappuccino above it. Cappuccino slash liver and onions or Pick one for me. Okay. Uh, <clears throat> surprise me, surprise me. It's still hitting me. Wait, this is Patrick's? So yeah. I'm not even going to open my eyes. This is, okay. Oh. <laughs> uh. What are you feeling? I'm feeling you got marshmallow or so the popcorn? white. So the one I gave you was, was buttered popcorn was good. or rotten wow. egg. Fuck you. Unless okay. I like rotten <clears throat> eggs, but this is no good. rotten oh. egg was war- rotten eggs potent. Mm. No, it's All right, Malcolm. Last spin of the day, please. <laughs> Damn it. We still gotta go. That was your fourth uh, turn. That was my fourth turn. I'm not gonna yeah. do five, bro. We're going five. You're doing We're five. Going five. Why? Doing We're going five. And Maddie's doing six. Okay, ready? This is for Malcolm. Yes. Yeah. God damn it. That was not a good one. Stink bug. Okay, ready? Yep. Give barf. Green. Peach juicy booger. Uh, juicy booger. Juicy, juicy pear booger. Give him. Give him peach or barf. Give me a fucking pear, right. please. I haven't had a good a, one. A, since wait, the wait, wait. Let me see it. I threw a green in his yeah. That's the one. God damn it. This sucks. What a fucking. I hate you. Please, please. I booger. hope it's booger. Ah, oh, it's juicy pear. Lucky God bastard. Damn it. Oh. Oh. Oh, I can still taste the band aid. Mm. Uh. Doesn't it taste like latex in your mouth or it's something? It's just wrong. It's everything about it. See, there's I think there's some that are like mixed that are weird. This is not juicy pear. It's also this not. This booger's just not that bad. Fuck you. Interesting. <laughs> this booger's just not All that right, bad. All right, someone spin it for me. God damn it. Yep. Okay, honestly, Jeez. what's what's one we haven't tried yet? Give him peach or barf. That's good. No. One. Yeah, no, that's no, 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 no. Things we haven't tried. Yeah, you know? yeah, this is last round. I, guess what I haven't tried? The blue one. <laughs> the only one. Right, the only one that everyone right, else has tried. Been tried. We haven't done brown yet. It's peach or barf. Yep. It's strawberry banana smoothie or dead fish. Which one's that? Which one's that one? Give him peach oh, or barf. I tried that one already. Oh, give, you did? Give him right. peach or barf. The red one, right? Okay, well, well you, oh. Can we just done. give him peach or barf? Shut up. Fucking come on. Okay, wait, wait, wait. wait. What, what's okay. happening here? Okay. I don't know what's happening. Okay, the recent one I ended on birthday cake or dirty dishwasher. Okay. 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 So, so the white Which is like the white little with small sprinkles? dots. Small yeah. dots. White with the, yeah. With Are you small sure that's not Tutti Fruity? Yeah, it's not Tutti Fruity. That's the one. Tutti Fruity was the pink one. That one? That's the one, yeah. Yep. Did that have more yellow to it? Is that actually mm. a birthday cake? That's a yummy birthday cake. <laughs> yep. Yep, I'm done. Yep, I'm done. <laughs> Maddie. It's not even your last one. You know what's fucked up? Jeez. I don't even like jelly beans. <laughs> even the good ones aren't great. The good ones are not great. Stupid fucking spinner. Mmm. Maddie. Peach. Booger. Ah, fuck that shit. Mm. Bro, just give him peach or vomit, bro. That's nice, yeah. All right, give him a booger. Give him a peach. <laughs> fuck. It's not bad, Maddie. It's really not bad. Please, Daddy needs a pear. You're gonna get pear. You're gonna get booger. Yeah, pear. Booger. Oh! Uh! <laughs> yeah. Oh! Uh! Fuck! There's no way I got I I got that. Oh shit! <laughs> Through the fingers. All right, spin me my last one. <laughs> oh, God damn it! We have to give we have to give, we have to give Maddie peach or vomit for his last one. No, if we don't get brown, give me brown as the last one because we haven't done that yet. What's, what's brown again? Cappuccino or the fucking liver? Oh. Liver and something. Bro, barf is gonna be worse than liver. Oh, you got the blue one, which you've already done. You already done it. You already done it. true. He's already done it. Fucking Christ! Uh, old bandage or pomegranate? Fuck Have you, you done that, Patrick? He's not done that one, which is the red. Not one. that red. 
Give him fucking bandage, baby. Down the hatch. Try and throw it. Nah. You just throw it in your mouth. Ah, oh, fuck. See, it's hard to. T is that pomegranate to you? It doesn't taste a little it's weird. Pomegranate. Fuck okay. You. Doesn't taste even a little bit weird. It's good. It's okay. Maybe I just didn't get pomegranate. Maybe I don't All right, know. You want to spin it for me? Okay. Here we go. Ready? Ooh, good spin. No, he doesn't get blue. It's in between dead fish and bl and blue. Which he's I already, already had both. both of them. Okay, ready? Give him this one, bro. I already had both of them. Wait, he just he just landed I on. I had both of them. Dead fish again. This is peach. Wait, I had both of them already. This is peach. The, oh, here we go. The peach oh, wait, Malcolm, Malcolm landed on the one I just landed on, which is birthday cake or, or dishwasher. All right, all right. Dirty Please. dishwasher. I know I'm not getting birthday cake. Oh yeah. Good, right. It tastes like a birthday cake cookie. It's not good, but Maddie, can you try both the peach and the the brown one? No, honestly, it's actually kind of gross. Brown. Wait, 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 Maddie, 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 Maddie. Here's what we're gonna do. Mm. The only two that have not been tried it's are the peach are vomit the or the brown one. Yeah. So how about we flip a coin? No, we did yeah. the vomit one. No one did the vomit no. one. We did the vet, the dead fish one is I red. Malcolm got peach or something. Mm. No. no, no one got peach. All right, how about Mark takes down an extra? And nope. <laughs> we let's let's flip a coin you know for it. I still like to do chocolate. Let's go one extra round. or whatever. We're gonna go one extra round. Not happening. Nah, I think five's good. Yeah, five's good. Even though it's six. For me, yeah, well, someone flip a coin. Let's flip a coin. Yeah, we're gonna, so we're gonna do for, for vomit or, or liver. Okay. God damn it! Your phone's. How about, we just, how about we just flip this? It lands yeah, on. Just flip right? it. Oh, he's got. He's got if it lands on us. the fish. Good thing we use my wallet as a fucking prop. Let's go. All right, Maddie, call it. Uh, give me some head with cappuccino. Head with cappuccino. Was that a not, not a good enough? That's fine. That's fine. No, I'll just do one more time. That's fine, though. That was good. That would have been, been a head. The first one would have been a head. The first one would have been a head! Oh, there we go. Okay, so the vomit one is the light orange. Wait, 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 wait. Before you go, Maddie. It should be the, the more fluorescent orange, the bright orange. Yeah, it's like the... That one? That's the one. Are you going to take three? No, I'm yeah, trying to one. decide which one looks the most evil. There's no, there's no visual bearing on any of them. Stink bug was so Going bad. The left one. Stink bug was the worst one. It was very bad. I don't believe in a god, but if mm -hmm. I did, I'd need their help. Dude, I'm just right gonna now. take the blue one for fun. Just like, just <laughs> give I'll, me a blue one. Give me a blue one. I want a blue as a palate cleanser. Yeah, fuck that. Give I'm me taking blue, one. blue. Mark, pass me a blue one. You have, mm. to, you have to swallow that before you take your palate cleanser. Peach. Oh, you lucky son of a. Go again. Bitch. Nope. Oh! <laughs> 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 Started okay. Peach. Cool. Peach. 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 Acidic vomit. Peach. <laughs> oh, it started okay. I got blueberry. Peach. I got blueberry too. <laughs> yeah. Peach. <laughs> Can, oh. I can I keep this quarter? Oh, no. What, what if the blue ones also vomit? <laughs> oh, blueberry. Oh, fuck. Oh. God damn it. All right. This was, that was horrible. That's horrible. it. <laughs> That's Is no one going to try the, bla the brown one? Oh. No. Nah. All right. See you guys. Wait, how many, wait, wait. How many browns are in there? How many browns are in there? One, two, three, four, five. How about we all take a brown? No. Why do you want to keep playing this game? Shut this lid, bro. You know what? Everyone, let's, all, let's all take a brown. Last one. Just to end this shit. Everyone take one brown. Let's do it. Are you kidding me? Let's do it. You're the one that wanted to end this. We're doing it. Everyone take a brown. I need, I need a Patrick, cappuccino. Egyptian people eat liver, so it wouldn't be, it shouldn't Can be horrible. Brown? God, if you're out there, I need a cappuccino. Everyone, everyone going? 
Wait, wait, wait. Last one. Let's see what happens. Okay, ready? I love liver, but this is probably going to be the grossest Gross. fucking version. Ready? Three, two, one. Ah! What's the good version of this? <laughs> I'm gonna throw up. Cappuccino. Give, give me the water. Give me the water, please. <laughs> uh, I'm gonna throw up. How is that worse than barf? It's <laughs> <laughs> so bad. <laughs> I got cappuccino. Oh, I'm gonna throw up. Malcolm, please get the Sour Patch Kids. Please get the wait, Sour wait, Patch wait, Kids. Wait, 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 wait. Before you get the Sour Patch Kids, is Mark there, Peg, is there no. any more brown? Uh, please. I want to experience I kind of want to experience that. <laughs> I, got, I, got, I got cappuccino. That's the grossest shit I've ever tasted. It's so Put it in your gross, mouth. So I can't Put it in your mouth. Laughing. Put it in your mouth. Uh, uh, it's still in my mouth. This is the last. That's brand. the last brown in the whole deck. The in the whole deck. The whole if you get cappuccino, I'm gonna kill you. I'm so surprised with the reaction. Uh, Yo, are you are you angry? You had that one for yourself, and I was like, give me a brown. Oh, uh, please, Malcolm, get the sour patch. Hold on, on, give me a second. You know, you know, you know what? In your mouth already. You know why I left that one? Because it was like bl the blackest one, and I was like, I think uh, that, I think that's probably like the liverish one. Uh, the, the liverist one. Liverist. <laughs> isn't, that, isn't that the worst shit you ever tasted? <laughs> Jesus Christ, hold on, I'm coming. This guy spit liquid spit all over his hands. <laughs> uh, Bro, there's no cappuccinos in this whole thing. <laughs> get away from me. Go to the bathroom. <laughs> Skunk, skunk spray or liquid? Bop. <laughs> uh, so, so that's one? the end of our bean uh, boozled. Oh, God. Uh. Jesus Christ. Well, thank you for that <laughs> immense physical and emotional torture, Malcolm. I hope that was as much fun for you as it wasn't for me. Um, I thought he was going to pull out a chicken like chicken sandwiches. I thought something. it was going to be something dope, like bro. Food I thought it was yeah. food and then bean boozled. Mm. Um, anyways, I'm still hurt. Uh, gentlemen. I'm scared to like pick up my teeth, by the way, with my tongue. <laughs> I'm just going to hit a yeah, flavor. Yeah, if you had a negative flavor. This we around this table are fans of a little franchise called... Star Wars. Dun, 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 dun. Right. All if I hum it, will we get copyrighted? I don't know. We might. We already fucking the other episode. Anyways, um, we are in somewhat varying levels of agreement that the Disney sequel trilogy was not quite up to snuff. Yeah, I think we are in be, complete agreement. I think it would be fair to say well, that I mean, we I'd... all really liked Seven. Yeah, yeah. Force Awakens. We all really loved Rogue One. Yep. Yes. We thought eight stunk. Yeah, yeah. We thought Solo was fine, but kind of forgettable. You know what's funny is that you said the prequel trilogy, and sequel. now you're bringing sequel trilogy or whatever. Mm -hmm. So why are you bringing up Solo? I guess and Rogue yeah, One? that's I guess he's somewhat. Just, he, he's just talking like post Disney acquisition, but post -Disney. but sure. to me, and you were gonna, I'm sure you're gonna finish with the Rise of Skywalker, which I thought was okay. Nine was, was okay. a bit of a hot mess, but it was. It was visually appealing. Okay, so I think we can all but not what I want. I think we can all agree that in the new trilogy, in the Disney trilogy, one was very bad, one was pretty good, and one was just like eh. either like ignorable or like kind of mid-level, like yeah. okay. And thank God it was the it. ending that was the one that was like just whatever. You really stuck the landing there. Anyways, so I sort of pitched this idea a few weeks ago now 
to the fellows at the table. Um, and that is what I like to call the Star Wars Episode Seven rewrite. So basically what the three of us, Mr. Malcolm, Mr. Fahim, and myself have done is we have each come up with our own ideas for how we would have written Star Wars Episode Seven if Disney had bought Star Wars and come to us and been like, hey, what's your idea for Episode Seven? So we're going to present each of those. Now, Mark did not want to get in on this uh, little I can, game I, of I, mine. I can speak He's to not that creative. if you like. Sure. So to me, it was like, I think of all, all four of us, I'm a I'm a big Star Wars fan, but I don't know nearly as much about Star Wars as you guys. I I, I didn't I didn't I watch. I think that's a prerequisite <clears throat> to be able. To I, make I know this. it's not a prerequisite, but to me it was like, I didn't watch any of the shows growing up. I played like some of the Lego games, but I didn't really pay attention to the story. I was just a little kid, and I only watched the, the Star Wars movies when I was an adult, like university, like post university, so like first year or second year. So like I love it, and I loved watching it, and it's like you know one of my favorite franchises now. But you know I just feel like I don't know enough about it to even like think of characters that I can add in or I, I just don't feel knowledgeable enough mm-hmm. but then Maddie came up with the good idea of like me just being a judge which to me is more exciting because I love Star Wars and I'm like curious to see what you guys would have done with the, the franchise yes so because Mark doesn't isn't going to participate in this what I what we came up with is that Mark will basically be the judge the Hollywood executive the Disney executive which is exciting by the way because I feel like I, I, I'm gonna I feel like <coughs> I'm not as, I'm not very creative but I feel like I could like pick out the best idea hopefully so the three of us are essentially going to pitch our ideas to Mark. And it's more about just the thought exercise and the fun idea of just trying to come up with something more so than it is like getting picked. But add uh, a little, it's, a, it's about getting picked. It's about getting picked. Add oh, a little bit of a... you get picked, a, do you get a prize? Or? No. Okay. Add a, bit of, a little bit of like a game element to it of just like, let's see who If I pick you, Mark you get to take picks. me out to lunch. Um, <laughs> so apparently I'm starting. I've got a presentation prepared and I meant to do something. That I forgot to do so really quickly. Give me oh, two seconds. Yeah. I just want to say for the record, I decided to just have like a a, a pitch with no visual aids. That's and fine. I feel That's like fine. this is gonna I'm sure it'll be fine. I don't have many visual aids. Little or nothing. Also, I I remember I still I'm still owed a shake and a burger from five guys. You are. I'm excited for Who that. owes you what? I don't know. I think I owe the shake. Owes me a shake. The Patrick owes me a burger and I owe you a shot. I just want to see if, if I can screen record my screen. Is that, oh, beautiful. Because that'll make when I put this into the, the edit so much easier. <laughs> Gentlemen, a long time ago in a galaxy far, far away. Star Wars Episode 7 Rise of Darkness. <laughs> what? <laughs> Patrick's already laughing is it, at me. Is it a cheesy title, Patrick? My text crawl. 30 my years goodness. after the fall of the Empire. The galaxy is experiencing a peace it had long since forgotten. Under Master Luke Skywalker, the Jedi have grown and worked to better the galaxy for everyone. However, darkness still lurks. Hidden on the outer rim, what remains of the Empire lies in wait. The new Galactic Republic and the remnants of the Empire have both just learned of an ancient piece of technology known as a Star Warp. Get it? Star Wars. With this technology, either side could tip the balance of power and crush the other. Ben Solo has asked his mother, Premier Leia Organa, to complete the mission of finding the Star Warp. At the same time, Orion Wren has been given the same task by his master, Darth Revan. Okay, just one thing before you go on. A Premier is 
lesser than a prime minister. So is Leia Are not like Are we speaking in Canadian terms or Star Wars terms? Well, I'm, I'm assuming you base this off Isn't, the parli- wasn't parliamentary system. Uh, Amadala there. What the hell's her name? Amadala. Yeah. Amadeus. Senator Amadala. But wasn't she a premier? Or am I thinking? Well, I guess she was, eventually she the was emperor a, she was, was a chancellor. Queen. I don't know. Whatever. Just fucking so blow me. So Orion Wren is Kylo Ren? No. Ben Solo is Kylo Ren. Because technically Ben oh, Solo. I see. But so this was the thing with the rewrite is that you could have taken like ideas, characters, whatever from the Disney stuff and reworked them or you could have done away with all of it. I have done away with basically most of it. Okay. So Orion Wren is his son or something? Or ben Solo that? is Han and Leia's kid. No, I'm saying who's Orion Wren? He is the Sith apprentice to this Darth Revan. Oh, so, he, so you don't, we don't know him. Characters. They're yeah. two separate characters. Did you make him up or is he, is he a real he's, thing? Yeah, he's just a made up thing by me. Mm-hmm. Uh, Darth Revan is an actual Star Wars character who yes. some of you Star Wars heads out there might know. We'll get to him later. I don't actually really know that much about him. He's just fucking cool looking. My oh. synopsis. Oh, I thought that was more of the text crawl. I was like, wait a minute. What? No, I wanted to like give an actual play-by-play play of the movie. Yeah. So, the movie begins with us being introduced to Orion Wren. Orion is given a simple uh, is given a mission to locate and obtain. Did you just rip ass? No. Okay. For a second, I thought <laughs> I thought it was a classic Malcolm fart. Uh, and locating and obtaining the Star Warp by his master, uh, Sith Lord, and current leader of the Empire, Darth Revan. Realizing he'll need help, Orion seeks out assistance from smugglers and other lowlifes on the Outer Rim. He pretends to be a Jedi on a secret mission and happens to to find a man Mm. named Lando Calrissian. With the promise of adventure and lots of money, an unsuspecting Lando and his droid companion, SK-8, or Skate, decide to help Orion find the Star Warp. We then cut to Ben Solo, son of Premier Leia Organa and General Han Solo, uh, ben also learns of the Star Warp from his connection to the Galactic Republic and decides that he shall embark to find this device and prove his worth as a Jedi. He tells Leia this and she is against it, but is convinced when Han Solo and Chewbacca decide to go with him. So the movie follows both of these teams as they journey to find the Star Warp. At the climax of the movie, the two sides meet at the Star Warp on the far reaches of space and realize they are on opposing sides. Orion and Ben begin to fight as uh, Lando and Han fire at each other, not realizing who they're shooting at. Eventually, uh, Han and Lando catch on and realize that Orion is really a Sith. With everyone against Orion now, he goes to kill Lando, but Han Solo takes the fatal blow for Lando. Having just watched his father murdered in front of him, Ben lashes out at Orion, and the two fight on their own as they separate themselves from the others. In a shocking twist, it is Orion who kills Ben as Lando, Skate, and Chewie attempt to flee in a ship. They attempt to shoot and destroy the Star Warp, preventing anyone from using it, but Orion stops them from totally destroying it and damages their ship, leaving them stranded in space. The movie ends with Orion using the Star Warp himself before it explodes, and he transports himself to the heart of the Jedi, their new temple on Tatooine. There, he stands and is met by several Jedi and a shrouded figure who removes his hood, revealing himself to be Master Luke Skywalker. So before I break the characters down, because I have that too, and then one last final sort of additional thing. The idea... That came to me is first of all what makes no fucking sense. What does the Star Warp do? Sorry, what does the Star We're Warp get do? The Star Warp. The Star Warp in my head is it is basically a piece of technology that would allow you to teleport instantly anywhere hmm. across the galaxy. Okay. So the idea is the who developed the Star Warp. In I in my mind it was just this kind of like ancient <clears throat> thing. Maybe it was a Jedi okay. thing. Maybe it was a Sith thing. Whatever. But it's kind of this old lost piece of technology and one of these like. Star Warps exists kind of thing. And both sides catch wind of it. Mm-hmm. So on the Empire side, it's Revan being to Orion like, 
find this thing because mm-hmm. the Empire is down at this point, which they should be, unlike the new trilogy where it's like, hey, remember Somehow, yeah, remember at the end of episode six when we beat the Empire? What if by like the time episode seven started, nothing had really changed, which yeah. doesn't make any sense to me and is mm-hmm. also why in my movie slash trilogy, it follows the bad guys because to me, that's the only thing that makes any sense for like <clears throat> sequel Star Wars stuff. So the idea is that Revan sends Orion and is like, if you get this, we're on the ropes right now as the Empire, but if you get this technology that will allow us to teleport to fucking Jedi HQ, we can go after Luke. Like, we can go after the heart of the Republic, basically, and kill these motherfuckers. And on the galactic side of things, it's like, even if we don't use this to attack the Empire or what's left of them, we just need to keep it out of their hands because if they do get their hands on it, you know, this spells danger for us kind of thing. Um... And so the idea of my movie is it's Orion, Lando, and Skate, the robot, as like one kind of team that you're following throughout the movie. And then Ben, Han, and Chewie as the other team you're following out throughout the movie. And it's both of them sort of eventually meeting at the Star Warp. Shit goes down. Orion kills Han. And I kind of want the idea to be that you don't know who really the protagonist is. Is it Ben? Is it Orion? But Orion kills Han, which would put the idea in your head of like, okay... Ben's going to, like, beat him now because Ben's the good guy and they just killed Han Solo. But it's like, no, 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 motherfuckers. Orion kills Ben's ass, too. And then I, the one of the select couple ideas I'm pulling from the new ones, what I am pulling from my episode seven is I liked in Force Awakens not seeing Luke ever until literally the end of the movie. Mm -hmm. I just thought that was a cool, like... The way they did it in seven I thought was really cool. So I kind of have that in mind of, like, you don't see Luke till the end when Orion basically uses the Star Warp right before it's kind of like destroyed, lands at Jedi HQ and is like, you know, met by all these Jedi who are like, who the fuck are you? And then the kind of like central one of them mm. is Luke basically. And that's like the end of the movie and the cliffhanger and anything. Mm. Um, so for some characters, obviously Orion Ren is somebody I made up. I don't have any reference pictures, but on the left, uh, <clears throat> he is a Sith apprentice, uh, apprentice, the true protagonist, very deceptive and dark in this movie. And he uses Rev's purple lightsaber because Darth Revan famously has a red mm. and purple lightsaber. So the idea would be that Revan says to him, like, you need to pretend to be a Jedi, take this purple lightsaber so that you can blend in kind of thing and go about your business. I also got a little funky with some of, cause I like sometimes when they screw around with like, you know, Maul's like double-sided lightsaber or like I know in the Clone Wars Rebels or some of the newer things they have like the one where it's like a circle mm-hmm. almost and it like spins so what I came up with for Revan or for uh, Orion's which I like is that it would be like a wrist mounted almost like the Predator blades how he's got like the two blades mounted mm-hmm. to his wrist that would be his lightsaber so it's like he's not he's act, he's not actually holding anything it just pops out of like the hilt but it's like mounted to his wrist kind of thing um, I thought that would be neat Darth Revan, Sith Lord. My idea is that he would be Palpatine's backup. So the idea is basically Palpatine all this time had Revan on ice, basically, and was like, if I ever die, if Vader and I's plan doesn't work out, if anything ever goes wrong, my failsafe is I die, he gets, you know, woken up kind of thing, and he'll take over to run the Empire, which is why he's now, like, alive and kicking. Uh, and then Lando, obviously, still in the game, looking for a good time, far too trusting. And then just as a fun little nod to the Clone War era and the prequels and all that, uh, the droid, his companion, skate with him. I like the idea of it being one of the super droids, the, you know, big fucking gray ones with the wrist-mounted lasers. I just thought, like, I was going to do it one of the 
Roger Roger guys, but then I was like, eh, but that's like kind of a bitch ass companion. Like, who wants that? And then I was also debating, I was debating making it one of the droidicas, the rolling ones with the shields, because I've always fucking loved those things. But I was like, that's a little, like, not practical. But I was like, ah, this big super droid works. The other side of the movie. Uh, we have the new Jedi Knight, Ben Solo, the only character I've basically kept from the sequel trilogy, except it's not Kylo Ren as Ben Solo. It's my Ben Solo is a good guy. Uh, new Jedi Knight, eager to prove himself and live up to his legacy. I also played with his lightsaber, so you'll mm. see in this one picture here. I like the idea of it being like a baton style thing where you're holding the one part and then the actual lightsaber is like out here just because I thought that would be cool and look neat and stuff mm-hmm. um han solo retired from smuggling he's now a you know galactic republic how you, general how would you fight with that you can like, like if you have it on your on your lower wrist you can like shank like that yeah and you would still swing like, and all the, kinds of the shit one that comes like from here i think i get it almost there were just different ways it's not like super important but just different ways yeah. i kind of wanted to screw around with the thing um the idea with han is that even though he's sort of retired and a general and all the shit is that he too like lando is looking for action and is trying to like get out of the sort of pencil pushing and like go on an adventure, which is why when Ben comes to him and Leia's like, I have to do this. And Leia's like, no. And then he's like, well, I'll just go with him. It'll all be fine. And then they both fucking die. Um, Leia, obviously the leader of the Galactic Republic. I am keeping her sort of Jedi force sensitiveness that the sequel trilogy also introduced. I think they did a shit job with it in eight when she fucking floats through space. Mm. Um, but like I did like in nine, the like flashback of Luke and her training together mm. and her with mm. a lightsaber and all that, that shit. Cool. Like I do like that idea that she is force sensitive and could be a Jedi and all that sort of stuff. And that she's not like she is this government figure, but that she sort of knows, you know, what she's doing with all that. Uh, Luke, even though we don't see him till the end of the movie, the boss, uh, happy and wise Yoda like not the grunt uh, grouchy cunt we got in the. Sequel trilogy, specifically eight. Uh, not seen to the end of the movie, obviously. A living legend. And then I just put at the bottom, Chewbacca, I mean, he goes with Han and Ben. And then, you know, C-3PO, R2-D2, they're fucking bopping around. So that is Star Wars Episode Seven: Rise of Darkness. Yay. Now, as a little bonus. Get a round of applause here. Oh, I thank you. As a little bonus, this was not mandatory for the assignment. Mm-hmm. But I did it anyways because I have too much fucking time on my hands and I like writing exercises like this uh i did just really quickly write like little blurbs for what my eight and nine would be because i couldn't help but think about what would come after this what happens when orion has killed han and ben and winds up at luke's feet so i know star wars hasn't done this with the movies but i sort of dubbed my sequel trilogy the darkness trilogy because obviously we have rise of darkness i then moved on to episode eight galaxy of darkness uh and so really quickly here It follows Orion as he attempts to infiltrate the Jedi and gain Luke's trust. Uh, Revan and the Empire ramp up plans. Lando, Skate, and Chewie attempt to return and warn everyone, but remember they're kind of stranded in space, so they arrive too late, so they're kind of like spending the movie trying to get back and warn them of like this fucking Orion guy isn't who he says he is, but it's too late kind of thing. Leia is obviously crushed emotionally, having just lost Han and their kid. Um, But Orion begins to grow conflicted under Luke's guidance. Perhaps Luke is getting through to him. Uh, the movie ends with Orion bringing Revan to Tatooine, but Orion has been changed and grown conflicted having spent time with Luke. Luke reveals he knew Orion was Sith all along, but wanted to try to change him, not fucking kill him in his sleep. Remember that, episode mm-hmm. eight? Uh, however, Revan and Luke fight, and Orion attempts to assist Luke, 
So Revan or Orion actually fights with Luke against Revan, uh, but Luke dies in an Obi Wan like way uh, and saves Orion from Revan, who forces Orion uh, and the others to flee as he succeeds in striking fear into the galaxy. So basically, the end of eight would be Revan kills Luke, even though he kind of <coughs> lets it happen. Mm. Orion and you know the guy, the good guys, get the hell out of there, and it ends very Empire Strikes Back with this note of like they just killed Luke's fucking Skywalker like they just killed Jedi numero uno like shit this Revan guy isn't somebody to be you know fooled around with or whatever and also shit the Empire's maybe coming back uh, and then for my nine I called mm -hmm. it Light in the Darkness to end off my Darkness trilogy having realized the error of his ways Orion attempts to redeem himself and help the GR Galactic Republic stop Revan from reestablishing the Empire Leia comes to forgive Orion as does Luke via Force Ghost <laughs> Uh, big climactic battle between Jedi, the Galactic Republic, Revan, the Empire, all that shit. Uh, movie ends with Orion battling Revan. Leia even jumps in to assist Orion, because she's you know kind of a Jedi, uh, though she does get injured. Together, the two of them defeat Revan with Luke and Ben Solo's Force Ghost assistance. Finally, having saved the day and stopped Revan, a reformed Orion vows to work with Leia and the Galactic Republic and the other Jedi in order to maintain galactic peace and continue training Jedi like Luke would have wanted. So the other idea with my trilogy, again, I think you have to do it from the bad guys and <clears throat> set them mm -hmm. in a weak spot and then have them sort of grow. Like maybe it's going to go back and then ending it in my nine of like, no, like the light still does win out kind of thing. They come close, but it's like the light still wins out. There's, you know, themes of redemption and all this stuff because Orion obviously in seven is an evil asshole. And by the time nine ends, he is a reformed do-gooder. Um, so it's about all that stuff. So, anyways, that's uh, that's my, that's mine. That's very that nice. Is. That's your pitch. That's right. my shall, pitch. Shall I shall I wait to give my thoughts in the end, or should I say yeah. maybe give your thoughts now? Yeah. I say give your thoughts at the end. Okay. What do you, Matty, It's up to you. Um, I think you could do it at the end, so long as you can like <laughs> remember your thoughts by then. Sure. Okay. Yeah, I don't mind that's up that. to you. Um, You're welcome. Uh, who would like to go next? I'll go next. Okay. Uh, let me pull up. Kind of feeling bad because you have a whole whole big thing going and my thing isn't as big that's okay. or is that's okay in order it's gonna be like yours that's okay i put more okay. into this than was probably generated needed. by front font generator let's go <laughs> here goes right. my pitch. so here is my i, like I the, didn't i like the first slide mm. you. i should have come up with a presentation Nerd. god damn it. none of the others are like that <laughs> um so yeah i didn't do a whole thing like maddie i kind of <laughs> just put points on what i would want the next movie to look like and so mm. all right let's go um, so in the next movie, Luke wouldn't be a failure with Ben Solo, and Ben Solo would actually become a Jedi. So he had a similar and, thought to Maddie. Yeah, and so he wouldn't turn to the, arc, to the dark side. And the Force, the Force Ghost of Anakin Skywalker, plays a role in Ben's life and old Luke Skywalker's life. For Luke, he helps with like wisdom, advice, you know, that kind of stuff. And with Ben, kind of tells him stories of the past, so he doesn't say, make the same mistakes and potentially turn over to the dark side. That's cool. Mm. Um, the main antagonist I just made I just made up, uh, mm. be a force-sensitive Dathomirian. What's that? Uh, like the race of Darth Maul. Oh. Dathomirian. Dathomirian. Yeah, how to pronounce boys. it. Named Zyranth, who doesn't have great control over his force force abilities, but he has very good lightsaber wielding ability. His lightsaber is white, and although mm. he never received proper training, and everything he knows was self-taught or learned through watching. Throughout the movie, there's many scenes of Jedi being slaughtered on many different planets because it was rebuilt after, you know, all that 
Ewok and the Endor stuff. Um, and but not in an Order sixty six kind of way, more in like uh, there's one like it's kind of like a bounty hunter kind of way in my mind. Uh, Zyranth is like the leader of this kind of like clan group kind of people and they're all Jedi killers but love it's kind of it. like bounty hunters and so they all go around just like searching for Jedi to kill them love it um, not all the killers are Jedi some are also bounty hunters so some of these killers have lightsabers and some of them are also bounty hunters wait um, wait, wait. So the, the, the clan that you're talking about are Jedi? no it's like they're, they're I don't know I didn't know what to call a Sith Jedi do I just call them Sith? Because like some of them are gonna have lightsabers. You can give a third name. I thought they're just called Sith. Make up a name. All right. Well, some yeah. There's gonna be some Sith and just some bounty hunters all in a group together. To kill Jedi. To, that just work on all they do is kill Jedi. Mm. Uh, yeah. And their sole purpose is just to go around the galaxy, following their Force instinct to track down Jedi and kill them. Uh, as for the Rebel Alliance. It is the leading power in the galaxy, and it works out of the Jedi Temple again on Coruscant, the same way in the prequels, because mm. I really like the Jedi Temple. Mm. Uh, there is once again a Jedi Council, which includes Luke Skywalker, Ben Solo, Cal Kestis, mm. and Leia. Cal, Cal Kestis? Cal Kestis. Um, um, and Leia, re she actually finished her Jedi training and became a Jedi, and she now has a lightsaber. I just like I like that idea that they did that she did do some kind of training. That's I know they had that in the sequels. Mm. Um, and she's also the leader of the rebellion now. Mm. As for the Jedi, the Jedi Council and the rebellion is trying to rebuild Jedi training and training for more younglings. During the whole movie, younglings are kind of being trained, and the program is progressing really fast. Near the end of the movie, there's a scene where Ben Solo is running his rounds on Coruscant around the city, and comes to Luke. And Leia, with some information, he said that he got into an altercation in an alleyway with a suspicious-looking individual who was asking for directions to the Jedi Temple. Although his four senses were telling him something was off, he gave the directions anyways. Immediately after he asked the individual why he needed the directions is when he spun around and tried to strike him with an orange lightsaber. He was fortunate enough to end the life of the individual, but something seemed off and he believes there's more to his suspicions. And Luke tells him that they will inquire with the council as well as Anakin's ghost. It's at this time when Anakin tells Luke that he believes Ben may have been right about his suspicions and something might, and something deeper might be going on. This is when Luke and Ben, along with some other Jedi, have uh, leave Coruscant to investigate the situation with Jedi on other planets. And the Jedi Temple is told to keep their eyes open for suspicious activity and bodyguards are put in place, but not that many. Uh, the final scene of the movie will be Ben landing on Geonosis to investigate the Jedi posted at the planet. And he finds the Jedi there dead, but he only finds his dismembered limbs and head. Mm. And when he turns around, there's a Jedi killer staring him down. This one stands eight and a half feet tall and looks like a praying mantis. It's lights, it lights its lightsaber, disarms him, and takes him hostage back at the base where the Jedi killers and Zyrath stay on a planet called Numidian Prime, which is like a jet. It's like a jungle planet in the outer rim i was mm. trying to think of like a a dagobah kind of thing because it's mm. so like it's so confusing there like it's everything is just all over the place like mm. it's hard to find yoda all these trees moss everything so mm. i just wanted them to be in like a confusing place mm. no one really goes there mm. and yeah that's uh, that's kind of it for my uh episode seven interesting really cool. so just to summarize for myself really quickly mm -hmm. you're saying the idea of yours i know yours you didn't necessarily do like as specific <coughs> plot thing, but what you're saying is the idea is it's like Ben, Luke, all the fucking Jedi, everybody's like kind of bopping around and there's this rogue Sith bounty hunter like 
group working out there um, that they're sort of like aware of but not really sure what's up and all that shit. And then what you're saying at the end is that they get like they show up to one of these planets. All the fucking Jedi are, de- are dead. They get like captured. And then like your end, the cliffhanger and all that is like your bad guy and all them basically being the ones that took them hostage and are like, yeah. yo, what up? Interesting, interesting, interesting. I like it. I like it. Okay. I like it. Okay. Patrick. I'm last. Yes. What's up with what so, was right in front of you? My notes on my thing. Oh, I thought yeah. you actually had a slideshow and you were like lying or something. No, 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 no. Okay. It's in the form of a slideshow, but it's not to be presented. Okay. It's just my notes. Okay. Good to know. Okay. So I sort of thought of more big picture stuff for my episode seven and my trilogy. So the name of my episode seven is Star Wars New Worlds. Okay. Okay. And my proposed text crawl is as follows. A long time ago in a galaxy far, far away, after successfully defeating the Empire, the Rebellion establishes the Galactic Union, a governing body attempting to usher in a new era of peace in the galaxy. Those who remain loyal to the fallen Empire are causing havoc and building insurgencies as the Galactic Union attempts to establish order. Meanwhile, Luke Skywalker has rebuilt the Jedi Order. Although not as it once was, their numbers grow by the day. His most talented apprentices, Finn and Ben Solo, Mm -hmm. help lead the fight against the remaining pieces of the Empire. We find them on Jakku, a planet still directed by Imperial influence. Okay? So, just the big picture idea of Episode 7 is that there's... I use the word insurgencies, mm-hmm. but it's like there's still remnants of the empire, mm-hmm. right. and there are people who are fighting for these remnants and fighting against the rebels. They think the rebels are bad, mm-hmm. but they're called the Galactic Union right now. So basically, the synopsis of the movie, to put it broadly, Leia, Han, and Luke are prominent figures in this Galactic Union, this new sort of world order, mm-hmm. and they're trying to unite the galaxy, but they're surprised and confused when they find the amount of pushback that they're getting. Mm-hmm. A lot of people are dying for the Empire. This thing that they perceive to be absolutely like the pinnacle of all evil. Finn and Ben, as I mentioned in the text crawl, are apprentices. So Finn isn't like a stormtrooper. He's just like some guy mm. who like is force sensitive. Because mm. uh, I like how they tease that in mm. sort of the Disney trilogy, but it just never happened. Yeah. Or that it just was sort of like a, what's the word? A scam? <laughs> I don't know. A hoax. <laughs> a hoax. Scam. So, yeah. And uh, I, I find it interesting that we all have been mm. as a Jedi mm. in our things. That's kind of weird. Anyways, so the st- in the start of the movie, they're leading sort of a battle mm. on Jakku, where we know Rey is from. Mm. And this is where they meet Rey. And some <coughs> sort of life-threatening thing happens that sort of reveals Rey's sensitivity to the Force. Mm-hmm. And they see this and they, they're like, okay, we need to like bring her to Luke and she needs to get trained as a Jedi because they're trying to rebuild this order kind of thing. So any, anyone who's force sensitive, they bring back and they try and train as a Jedi. So eventually, Rey meets Luke, begins her training, um, and she's helping into the fight against the remaining piece of the, pieces of the Empire. In another part of the movie, it's revealed that the worlds that are fighting for the Empire are under the secret influence of a council of inquisitors mm. who are from 
the time of Palpatine, mm -hmm. as you guys know, Palpatine had inquisitors to hunt down Jedi. Mm -hmm. This, it's revealed that the motivations of these inquisitors is that they want to develop a new Sith order that's not dependent on two people ruling. They want to have. Do you do you know that sort of rule that they have? Like the, like the emperor and the there's and the, there's the, always the Sith two. leader or whatever. Exactly, for whatever reason, hmm. there was this rule that was put in place that there's only must be two or there can hmm. only be two. They want to do away with that and have a new Sith order where there's like the Sith are thriving. Power in numbers. Power in numbers, exactly. And then the last main plot point of my episode seven is that Han and Leia are to die in a battle. Mm -hmm. um, I'm not entirely sure by who yet, but they're to die. And this is supposed to be the sort of driving point to lead Ben Solo to the dark side. And he stumbles upon this council of inquisitors, mm -hmm. and they sort of like convince him to to like follow his sort of emotion mm -hmm. and go to the dark side kind of thing. Mm. So that's to that's sort of to be the end of the movie. Mm. So the main themes of Episode Seven are as follows: So Ray's going to join the Jedi. She's going to learn about the Force through Finn, Luke, and Ben. Another theme of the movie is that. Ben Solo and Luke, you'll see that they're butting heads constantly. Mm -hmm. I want—I don't want it to be just out of nowhere. Ben turns to the dark side. I want him to be sort of in conflict with Luke the whole time about Jedi teachings mm -hmm. and how the Jedi are to view the Force. He's in disagreement with him. Mm. And then this, his parents dying, is sort of the catalyst for like, okay, mm. I'm not like I want revenge almost in a way. Mm. I haven't really fleshed that out. Is it kind of like an Anakin where he's like he's pushing back? Um, teachings and stuff a little bit like Anakin yeah mm -hmm. yeah that's actually a good way of putting it uh, and then the last theme of episode 7 is that the audience is going to be learning about the secrets of order and their motivations mm. and how sort of powerful they really are mm. uh, so for my main trilogy I don't have names for the other movies or even like structure for what the other two movies would be specifically but the rest of the trilogy I have two main arcs one that I call the force arc so a main sort of event that's going to happen in this trilogy is that Ray and Finn are going to stumble upon a world in uncharted space mm -hmm. where they find these people who are dark side users, like they're people who use the dark side of the Force. But they come to learn that they are not Sith, that they have a different perspective on the Force, and that they see it as a single entity. They use principles from both Jedi and Sith teachings, so the patience and prudence of the Jedi combined with the passion and power of the Sith, and they see it all as one thing. There's no light, there's no dark. Rather, it comes down to the individual and the purity of the individual that influences whether or not they are good or bad kind of thing mm. with the Force. So on their return from this encounter with this tribe or this group, Finn is conflicted on what he's witnessed, but Ray champions their perception on what the Force is. Uh, so for this main arc, it becomes sort of a battle between a figurative battle between her and Luke. Luke wanting to preserve traditions. What he, the traditions and what he's learned and what he knows the Force to be mm -hmm. versus Rey seeing this new perspective, wanting to build the new Jedi Order with this new perspective, This what she believes to be a better perspective. Mm. The second arc of my trilogy is what I call the governmental arc, where you learn more about the insurgencies and you come to find out that these people who are fighting and dying for the empire who mm -hmm. has have been built to this to be this like evil pure evil thing that there's some good that the empire was a part of and that these people 
are afraid of losing the good that they see in the empire. Um, and basically, as this art progresses, you learn the good and bad of both sides, that the empire brought prosperity, but also tyranny, that the rebellion brings freedom, but is limited in their scope of how they're going to bring success to the galaxy. So if you didn't sort of clue in already, the theme of my trilogy is nuance. the moral ambiguity of reality sure. or nuance. And through the progression of my trilogy, I want the idea that the perception of an individual or a single group is not always one-to-one -one with what's correct or what's reality. The only way to get to some sort of truth is by opening yourself up to things that are sort of opening yourself up to reality. And even if th those things may contradict the way you view the world, mm. you should explore them mm -hmm. to get to some sort of truth. So that's my pitch. Uh, two cool. things. One, I don't yeah. think we gave Mr. Malcolm a clap, but I would like to give you oh. and oh, Malcolm yeah, let's a clap. Let's do it for Patrick and me. Um, also, I, what was I going to say? Oh, I like the moral ambiguity thing in yours because to me, that's what they tried to do with Luke in 8 where he was like, ah, light, dark, it's more gray. But like, A, it was just poorly done and B, it doesn't make any sense coming from Luke. Yeah. Because the whole idea was that he was like this incorruptible figure. Mm -hmm. Whereas I like in yours that like, Ray is the one, or your version of Ray mm -hmm. is the one that's like more open to this sort of in between and Luke is more committed to the, you know, traditional Tradition, yeah. like light side in quotes. I do enjoy that. Well, Mark, what do you think? Let's hear it. That was a lot. Yeah, that that was, a lot. was a lot. Yeah. What are your thoughts on each of these? Because I'll be honest, I like all of them. And I, mm. In hearing we, we, them, I'm like, good, in hearing them, yeah, I'm like, yeah, A, we did good. And I'm like, man, what could have been? <laughs> I, I had, there's a lot of elements of each of them that I like a lot. Like I like Malcolm's idea of like this like Jedi killing group. Yes. Mm. To me that's like the mo the cool. most like I'd say badass idea I've heard. Yeah. And then for Patrick, I like the actual like the theme of of moral ambiguity and I've never thought about that of like, oh, what if the Empire has like good parts of it and it has parts that like are valuable perspectives and like, you know, help people and whatever. Mm-hmm. And then what if Luke Skywalker was a conservative and Ray was a fucking <laughs> liberal or whatever yeah, yeah. in Patrick's world? They're not all bad. <laughs> yeah. And then, uh, and then for Maddie's, uh, it's tough for me because I feel like I like aspects of all of them. Like I, I like your themes the most. Mm -hmm. I, in terms of like you know badassness, I guess, or I think Malcolm's is the best. And then in terms of like the plot working in a way that makes sense, I, Maddie's is the best because it's very organized and he has like, mm -hmm. I like the two teams working in opposition and like converging on the same thing. I feel like if you had Maddie's organization, your theme, and then Malcolm's like fun ideas, I think it would be pretty dope altogether. Gentlemen, I think we just all got greenlit. <laughs> but <laughs> I think... Business. <laughs> We're but, making a movie. <laughs> <laughs> but I think, again, I think it's, it's based on like... I think ultimately, if I'm thinking about what would be the best movie, I'm going to go with Maddie's okay. because I think Maddie's is the most like well thought out and organized and like from start from start to finish, the plot is very like it's, it's relatively simple, you know, but it's also very interesting. I, I like the idea of also I like that Maddie had new characters, too. Mm -hmm. Like I noticed that he added some new characters that like you know, he made up some characters, but you guys had more like, you know, just returning cast and stuff like that. And I like that he had new characters and i think overall his was the most like was the best actual plot but again i think I've, patrick's idea of the ambiguity was really cool and uh yeah malcolm malcolm had some cool ideas of like 
these like this like kind of you know like underdog story of the of these like small groups of of Jedi killers and stuff trying to like get back into power but yeah I think that's I think that's my uh, thoughts I okay. do like that in all three of ours we think logically about things and each went well would the empire really be this still dominant force and i like that we all said no <laughs> pretty cons- pretty like uh you know in agreement where yeah. yeah in mine and patrick it's more of like a they're like still out there but it's kind of like a you know it's this small almost like terrorist group kind of mm-hmm. thing um and then i like in malcolm's that they don't really exist they're gone like at they're all gone. like they are gone so it really is just this like handful of rogue agents like yeah. going out and doing all this evil shit i like it because it reminds me of one of the few things i do love about the prequels uh my boy general grievous <laughs> and just the idea of him just being this fucking jedi terminator of going out there and killing them and then obviously i'm a sucker collecting for the, the collecting the lightsabers is like a trophy thing awesome uh well anyways may i add please this was a really hard exercise for me it mm. was really difficult for me to like keep my ideas straight and mm. i didn't come up with so much detail but like i was the details that i didn't include i was trying to think like okay how are we gonna get here how is this gonna make sense right kind of thing that's why i think like to keep everything straight is mm. really difficult that's what i'm saying like if you ask me like who's like kind of um conceptual ideas i like the most i'd say definitely patrick's because like to me it was like the most interesting out of the box like you know here's a new take on things in terms of like the actual like meaning of things like the actual i guess you could say like the message of the movie, I guess. Because, mm-hmm. like, Maddie's was very interesting and he did have messages of, like, you know, forgiveness and redemption and that sort of stuff. But it is very but Star me, Wars. But to me, yeah, those are very, those are pretty <coughs> typical for Star Wars. But that was something I've never heard of before. So I like that theme the most. But again, I like Maddie's plot structure the most. Maybe. I feel like if you combine those two with, like, Malcolm's interesting idea of, like, the different, like, kind of, like, rebel um, Sith groups, I feel yeah. like it would be, like, really good working all together. Patrick, I'm not going to lie. At the beginning, you didn't have me. Okay. And then you went into like what's right and what's wrong and a group of people that kind of use powers from both sides. Yeah, that was really I, cool. I thought that was so cool. Yeah, to that me it's so like cool. it reminded me of like um, I don't know. I, I I'm like really into MMA and shit, but it reminded me of people who are like well rounded and shit. Like they don't just like do one thing. Like mm-hmm. a lot of a lot of fighters just only wrestle or only whatever. But it's like someone who's considering all angles, and they can they can kind of like. Because in, in Star Wars, they've always talked about, you know, that the, the Sith are very powerful. Like you said, passion, aggression, that sort of stuff. Yeah. And, and ambition and, and being driven and stuff like that. So who's to say you can't pull good things from all of them and, like, try to be as well-rounded as possible? As opposed to being, like, this team mentality. Like, no, this is the only good side and this is the horrible side. There's no in-between. I like that concept the most. And, and I like Maddie's plot structure the most. And I like Matt Malcolm's, like, hunter ideas. Very cool. Mm. So we'd like to take the good from the empire and not the whole blowing up planets thing. We don't. <laughs> we don't want that. Indeed. But I like. I like the whole. Uh, I like the. I very much like the whole double team, like doing trying to go for the same thing. Yes. And I like that. Again, I like that the. It's kind of like you're saying the main characters, the protagonist is not totally like clear at first. Yes. It's like you're following a bad guy, and then it's like it's revealed at some point that he's actually like the driving force. Mm. I would want it to be where it's like y- the movie starts with Ben and it's like, yeah. oh, we're following Ben. We're following Ben. We're fo-, And then obviously we're like ping ponging between mm. Ben and Orion. And I think my whole thing with even putting Lando with Orion mm. is to add that sense of like, A, that tension to the movie of like, fuck, at any point, 
Orion's a bad guy. Is he going to kill Lando at mm. some point? Like, not Lando. And then also that thing of, like, well, Lando's a good guy, and, like, him and Orion are, like, getting along kind of thing. Mm. So it's like, oh, like, you know, maybe this Orion guy. Like, just that kind of thing of, like, you're not really sure who the good guy mm. is. or who, Like, I guess you're sure Ben's the good guy and that Orion's, mm. like, acting with ill intent. But just sure. this kind of thing of, like, not – it's not clear that the protagonist is the antagonist mm. until the end of like Ben uh, Orion killing mm. Han I, and Ben. I like the sequel that you had a lot too of like him get infiltrating the Jedi Temple and then kind of like you know he has his plan that he has in his head, but then like the more he talks with Luke, the more he's like maybe I'm not on the right side of things. I think that's a cool like you know it's kind of like a kind of like a Kylo Ren type thing, starting on the bad side and like eventually creeping over to the good guys. But yeah, yeah, anyway, yeah. Good well, stuff, anyways, everybody. Thank you for indulging me, fellas. Round of applause, one more thank time, everybody. You. Good shit. Yep. So recently, I was um, thinking when I was thinking about the topic, I was thinking about like taking care of myself, I guess. And I, I've done a self care uh, topic as well, like a long time ago. But I wanted to do one less about um, taking care of myself physically and more taking care of ourselves like mentally. So to me, I wanted to talk about like the happiest moments that you have when you're alone. So I'm going to I'm going to break it down into two, two major categories. One is a general image in your head of like, this is my happy place alone. This is what I like to be doing when I'm like alone and like not doing anything. Like (coughs) you can be doing something, but when you're alone, like this is what I want to be doing. This is what's making me the most mentally at peace and happy. That's one. And then second, I want you guys to try to recollect like a specific moment that like represents that, or maybe that's like slightly different than that, but, but recently was making you happy alone. Mm. So I can start as well if you guys would like. Can, can I start with my Sure, yeah. One? I've got options. Ma- can, can making chocolate milk be a... <laughs> I was about to say jerking it. <laughs> no, but I'm kidding. Not not, not really. So I'll go first just to kind of give you guys an example. So for generally, one of my favorite things ever is to like clean my room, make my bed, fold laundry, like get all my chores done and out of the way. And my, my, nice, my room is nice and clean. And then I just like lay on my bed with a pillow on either side of me. I like having like, for some reason it just feels nice to have one left, one right. A towel. And um, I'm like playing one of my favorite video games. Recently it's been Last of Us Part 2. So I have my rooms nice and clean. I'm sitting there. I have a cold water on my nightstand. And like I'm just chilling by myself. Not talking to anybody. Not thinking about anything. Just like uh, feeling in order and feeling organized. And then like relaxing and being like finally I can just like relax and play my game. That's one of the, the the happiest times I can have by myself. It's, it's so like, it's so fun to be like you know engrossed in the story that I'm playing, and just feel like I'm like just chill and happy. Mm-hmm. That's a general one. A specific one would be uh, recently I was like I watched Get Out. Technically, this doesn't this doesn't count as being alone because I watched it with Vanya, but I was like on the recliner and I had a blanket and I had some food and I was just like in the middle like no one was no one was home. And so I just like sat in the middle of my my couch that's like on the end, and I just like put both recliners up and just like had my blanket oh, and I was just like ch- just chilling watching Get Out. And it was just a great time, just like chilling by myself in my house. So yeah, it's like a specific moment, but then generally I, I'm talking about like yeah, my, my favorite thing to do alone is just like play my video game, feel feel like I'm organized and everything. So like mm-hmm. what's what's a general thing that you guys like doing to be happy alone, mm-hmm. uh, and like what's a specific moment you can recall of that? 
Well, I have mine. If you, I also have mine. Also, I don't know. Okay, if this is, I don't know if this you. Is, you guys think this is too busy, too boring of a topic. No, or? I like, I like oh. it. Okay. No, I'm just. Um, one thing I really like to do when I'm alone is just go out, eat a protein wind, bar, windows down, music very loud, mm. nighttime, and just driving fast on the highway. On the highway. On the highway. Mm-hmm. Or, or like a side road, just like. How fast are we talking? <laughs> you like stunt driving? No. No. <laughs> <laughs> Looks like the camera. No. The camera. No. no. To never done it. To Honestly, whichever cop that's surfing the internet right yeah, now. Whatever FBI agent <laughs> listening right now. Honestly, I'd say less so highway, more so like a really yeah, like a back road's just filled with really big trees. Like six mm. line. Or yeah, like six yeah. line or fourth line, Wolf like line. lower baseline, somewhere like that. Any line. Any line. Apple Applebee. Applebee line. Applebee line, line too. Yeah. All the lines. Yeah. I, I love doing that. Um. I can't think of a specific moment lately where I've been by, by myself mm. and just kind of enjoyed it. But another one that you mentioned that's kind of the same for me is I like just like be by myself in my room and just playing a video game that kind of like mm. just sets me at ease. Specifically, Skyrim. Yeah. You know, mm. Not because it's so much fun, I get so into it, and because the music is just so calming as I'm walking mm. through the vast lands yeah. and I'm killing all these poor people. <laughs> <laughs> I think I think a, I think a common theme we'll find within all of our <coughs> answers is like feeling like at peace because I feel like you're you know you're driving you're just like you're free you're at peace yeah. you're not think, you're not thinking about things that are stressing you out or your anxiety mm-hmm. or whatever and to me it's like f- typically the, my game that I play is like the Uncharted series because I feel like those games like The Last of Us is very heavy on you you know super dark it's super fucked up it it sometimes it, you feel like you're like super sad playing it the whole time but a game like Uncharted it's so light and it's so positive and happy and there's jokes and there are dark moments, but they're met with a lot of light moments. And I feel like it's just like a fun, feel good type game. And like the character is funny and everything. So like that's a kind of series that I like to play in that moment where I'm feeling like at peace, chilling by myself. But mm. Yeah. Go ahead, Patrick. So for me, I don't know how to say a word that encapsulates. Don't say a word. You can describe it. Oh, you're saying like multiple experiences. Well, I guess multiple modes where I feel the same experience. Mm. It's when I, when I'm alone and I have my headphones in or mm-hmm. like AirPods in listening to music and I'm either rollerblading, ice skating, or very few times where I'm like going down, like doing snowboard runs on mm. my own. Those are the moments where I feel like most, what was the word you used? At peace. Happy or at peace. Or ha- happy and to be honest with you, at peace. Yeah. Mm. Both those things. Um, one of the, like the specific times that I'm thinking of is um, I think Malcolm was with Isabel, like at the bottom of the resort. And, like, I was just doing my own thing. I had a run where I went down, and there's, like, this terrain park. I hit one of, like, the bigger jumps perfectly. Mm-hmm. Like, <laughs> nailed I, it. I nailed it. <laughs> and I was just, like, cruising. Like, I was just, you know what I mean? So, Everything I don't know why it is the case. Like, And even with skating, like, last winter, I found myself going a lot by myself to mm. the community centers because these guys weren't always free. Mm. So, I just went by myself skated for a little bit again listening to music it just gives me a chance to like move and also mm. be in my head almost sure like allow me to think and contemplate i know, I know like i'm not purely like thinking just about snowboarding or yeah skating mm. like i am primarily just like focusing on the activity but i'm also finding myself wandering kind of thing uh, is it a part of like i feel like is it a part is a part of it that you feel like it's like a, a body body like mastery type thing like you're kind of like is a part of the satisfaction like that you're doing something well or that you're kind of like mm-hmm. you're doing it properly i think all? so i think is i think 
especially with those two things where I started late with mm-hmm. snowboarding and skating. Late in life, yeah. Late in life. So it's one of those things where I, like, I'm not the best at either of those things. And the it improvement, does, right? It does feel good to like sl- slowly get better. Because um, yeah. th- to me, the way I connect it to mine as well is that I feel like a part of the, mo- the most, one of the most satisfying things is, is to like the cleaning my room part and mm-hmm. getting everything organized part. Mm-hmm. For some reason, like to me, a lot of these happy, peaceful moments are met are, are connected to kind of like work or kind of like hard like hard work pushing at something like determination something like that mm. i feel like me just being completely like just chilling i'm always going to have like a part in the back of my head where i'm like oh but i didn't do what i needed to do today i didn't <coughs> yeah. finish my chores i didn't exercise i didn't do something yeah but what's good about yours is that you're doing two birds with one stone you're exercising and you're like doing something properly and you're improving at it mm. and you get the chance to just like chill and reflect and I think, like, to me, if it was just sitting and playing video games, it wouldn't be nearly as satisfying. It's, like, half as satisfying than if I, like, take care of my shit first and then do that. So that's, like, a really integral part of it for me that I thought of when you were saying, like, you're doing something and you're, yeah. you know. Yeah, I hear that. Yeah, that's that's one moment, everybody. Oh, no. <coughs> oh, no. Oh, my oh, no. gosh. Oh, I had, like, a, a tickle in my throat for, like, I was trying not to, like... I was trying to wait for my turn. So it was the like, liver and oh, onions. It was the liver and onions. Yeah, my chest also a little fucked up right now. I don't know what's going on here. I think Does your heart hurt? No, that's on this side. Oh, okay. But it's, I don't know. I think it was being yeah, I saw you. I saw you. I saw you like, I saw, like in the middle of the Star Wars thing. He's going like this. He was like just pressing his chest. Yeah, like, I don't is, know. Maddie go, is Maddie hitting the gym these days? Or what's going I don't on? know. It's like, <laughs> I mean, clearly. It's just, I don't know. I'm like kind of sore right now, but I Honestly, haven't been Matt, all day. I don't know Maddie has a very good starting build, I feel like. For so like when, for are gonna, when are you going to join? But everyone, everyone's doing it. Everyone's do, it's just like Peer drugs. Pressure. It's a big thing in the group. It's right? just like drugs. Everybody's doing it, so get on board. Um, I feel like I have numerous answers. I feel like you would to this question. Uh, the big one, or like one of them, would be just like sitting in my basement playing video games alone is a like comfort state for me. Mm. It doesn't even matter what the game is because obviously, if I'm playing something that's like fun, you know, that's fun. But even I'm still. Because I haven't had as much time working my way through freaking Dead Space remake. Mm. And it's, it's on sale now. I'm thinking of getting it. It's so good. That's the kind of game. It's a horror game. So it's, yeah. you know, I'm playing it and I'm scared, shitting my pants the whole time. But I'm still, as weird as it sounds, this like awesome. at ease. Sure. And, you know, having a good time or whatever. Um, so that's a big one. Driving, like Malcolm mentioned, just alone, windows down with the music is a big one for me. You want to jump in? Please jump in. You know what I miss? Mm. Share play where I could just watch you play horror. Because remember, mm. you, I used to watch you play Resident yeah, Evil. Yeah, it was I one think. of the Resident Evil remakes. It might have been two I'd, remake. I like, I like horror games, but I don't like being the one in control. Because <laughs> like, I don't want to be the one to like die yeah. kind of thing. I, I found that a lot with like, uh, I feel like a lot of people, I think even Maddie was talking about, were you talking about this with like Varsh at some point where you're playing a video game with her or something? Last of Us, right? I feel like, yeah, I feel like we were talking about Last of Us where like, because it, it's one of those things where I feel like a lot of people playing the game who aren't used to playing video games or horror video games, they're like playing and then they like something comes to attack them and they freak out and they just let it like I can, they can't do it. Yeah. And then so it's like it's interesting. It's it's fun for them to like watch the story, but you're actually like you're the one in control of it. Yeah. But um, say the video game. I don't, one, got, I don't know how we got off onto that <laughs> tangent, but driving around with the music is a big one. Um, I've think i've said it before on the show but just like sitting in my backyard mm-hmm. on a hot summer day that's a good one with huh? like a beer perhaps maybe a little snack like some peanuts and just sitting even if i'm just sitting there like listening to music or not doing anything but usually if i'm specifically out there like reading a comic or something that is arguably my most zen state and it's similar to 
the video game thing where I'm engaged with what I'm doing almost more so because I feel like that is the one similarity about reading and video games is that they don't happen unless you make it kind of thing. Whereas like, you know, you could be watching a movie passive and check your phone or something and it's like the movie stills going on or whatever. You get distracted by something else. But it's like when you get distracted reading, you're not reading anymore and that's it. Or in the game you die or Or in the game. Yeah. Like you're just so it requires a certain amount of attention and I feel like that focus is good. Um but man, there's so many. Like I feel going to the movie theater mm. alone. You've done that before? I've never done that before. I do it every once in a while and I find actually What's going on, what's going on here? That he I see looks. He, he's looking at me for some reason. Mm. Stop stop looking at him. The thought that's in my mind, sorry, it's really off topic, but mm. how have we not commented on his band-aid? I, I was going to say, I, cause you know what it is? Because I asked him about his Band-Aid before we started That's rolling, right so it just didn't even occur That's to me right. to like yeah. mention on the show. Malcolm got beat up. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, but like going to the movies every once in a while, because when I'm at the movies with you guys or, you know, Patrick and I's work friends, or even if it's Varsha and I going to see something, when you're with somebody else, it's a, it's a more social... Why? Yeah. I just, I'm I'm looking at you because you're talking, and then he's just like a laser in on me. That's what he's doing. He's looking at you, so I can't look into his. He just goes like this. He just goes. Yeah, yeah. But look at look at Maddie. He's, he's talking. The, he's the, I can't look. Patrick, at Patrick, close your eyes for the rest of this episode. Um, no, but perfect. Even when you're at a movie with other people, he's almost there. It's a social thing. Whereas I find when I'm at a movie theater watching a movie mm-hmm. by myself. It's almost like I tune everybody else in the theater out mm. and it feels like I'm just watching a movie at home by myself mm. kind of thing. Um, and I don't do it very often because usually we go see movies together. But it's like if a Japanese movie comes out that like I know you guys don't give a shit about, like I'll go see that kind of thing. Or, mm. you know, the next one will probably unless anybody wants Godzilla. to come. But when the new Japanese Godzilla comes out in December, like that will Whoa. be one that I'm mm. fucking in the theater for. Um, is it going to be in Japanese? Yo, Parasite was crazy, bro. Parasite was crazy. crazy. I that's, will that's probably a, go watch it in Japanese. That, that's a Korean movie, but anyway. <laughs> no, no, I was just thinking subtitle movies. I don't oh, know. I yeah. uh, foreign films, perhaps. Um, foreign films. But yeah, so I feel like that's one. Um, and in terms of recently, I think I mentioned it on the when I talked about my vacation. Um, was when we were at... It wasn't the hotel we were staying at. It was just another one we went to for, like, dinner and, you know, Mm. drinks and whatever. And it was when the sun was setting, like, over the ocean. And I was just sort of standing in the sand, like, you know, with the waves hitting my feet and shit Mm. with a cocktail. And just standing Mm -hmm. there watching the sunset, drinking, Mm. and just sort of people watching and, you know, just soaking it all in. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Can I add? Can I add? Yeah. So I would say being in the ocean Mm. is also one snorkeling just like um, seeing all the like fish and the wildlife under the water that can be but also the ocean sometimes the ocean, yeah, the, ocean, the ocean can be very scary but you know when the sun's out and mm-hmm. i also want to add fun. uh now that patrick mentioned that i was gonna say it before he mentioned i'd that, like to request patrick to open his eyes because it's bothering <laughs> the shit out of me <laughs> but a recent one that uh now that i thought of a recent one was when I was in the Bahamas, I was at a mm. shitty, I was at a shitty little island because it was really ghetto and they didn't advertise what was actually there. Mm. Everything was closed, but there was one little beachy area. I got my snorkel gear on, all by myself, just jumping in the water and just hours, just swimming around, just you know, doing a little doggy paddle, really slow. I see something cool at the bottom. I go for a dive. I just pick it up. I'm looking like if it's a clam, I'll like smash it open and I'll 
feed to the fish and see how many come out and get oh it. And it's just, I can just do it for hours. When you say snorkel gear, this is what I imagine. You with goggles, a snorkel, the little fins, <laughs> and a little nose. Oh like God. the water wings. <laughs> the water wings. What about, the, what about the fish flappy feet? Flappy feet the thing? fins <laughs> and then uh, a nose plug. As well. <laughs> how dorky do you think I'm like, like, it's a cart- like he's in a cartoon. Like he's in a cartoon. <laughs> Even to that though, like just being at the, the recent example to me was just, there's something about for me, whether I'm in my yard, just sitting, even I'm not reading, I'm literally just lying there, you know, mm. music's playing or it's not, whatever. Just sitting in my yard on like a nice summer day, standing there at the beach recently like I did, or just being at the beach and not even going in and swimming, just mm. kind of like hanging out in the fucking sand or whatever. Mm. There's something about that specific, like just being Can outdoors. Stop, bro? What? I can't, every time I'm, I'm looking at Maddie, you're just like locked in. What are you talking about? I'm switching. I swear to God, I'm not. I ignored it for like, I promise, the, Lord my God, there I'm was not. a, at the end, you switched, but for, the, for a long ten seconds. No, I was like, like, the, camera, the camera's recording. The camera's recording. You can see. Right, can, can, he has, I wasn't. He has, he has no reason to be looking at me. For some reason, Matty talking. He's like, yeah. <laughs> Matty, I'm so sorry. Continue. For um, there's just something about that being outdoors and not doing anything mm. that I just find that a very comfortable thing. Even last year when we did the cottage. And there was one morning, I think, where I was like the first person up mm. and I just went and sat down by the dock in that oh, chair. Yeah. And then like slowly you guys kind of trickled in, trickled in and joined me and whatever. Mm. Like even just that of just sitting there, it was like, you know, a little cooler what a wonderful it was time. The morning and we were right on the water. It's like just sitting there, no music. I'm not doing anything. I'm literally just staring at like the lake in front of us and the trees and I'm total Zen kind of mm. thing. Yeah, yeah. I'm gonna th- I'm gonna throw out one more for myself, and then I'd like to just do like a, a quick side question, and we'll end it off. Okay. But for me, another one is, and I've, I've I didn't mention it because I've talked about it in the past in a, on, on a different episode. But to me, like one of those like I'm happiest alone moments is like basically like getting ready for something, like getting ready to go out, and I have like I'm in my bathroom, and I'm like you know I've just showered, and I like I'm getting ready to shave, and I, I'm like I have my music playing. And everything's all organized, and I'm just like, I don't know. So I'm like, I usually play a lot of feel-good music, just like light, fun music. I, I like playing Everybody Wants to Rule the World by Tears for Fears. That's a fun one for me to just get ready to. And then it's like picking my outfit and laying it out on my bed and like going back and forth between my bed and my bathroom and just like, I don't know, just feeling really, really like clean and neat and everything's going well. I'm just like in a, in a good mood. That's one of my favorite like at-home alone moments is like getting ready and feeling good about it. But um, yeah, and then the second thing I wanted to ask you guys is like what's the most like peaceful activity that you that you like doing like with all together or with like you can add a family or friend just family friends type thing or family but to me hands down it's well it's between two things hands down so it's not hands down i guess uh one is like spinning a wheel together spinning the wheel and and watching a movie together Mm -hmm. everyone's in their spots we got food or something we went to mcdonald's or something like that and then we're all like you know we're all clapping along to the music to like spin the <laughs> wheel and it's like every i don't know like the screen's there and it's just like we're all like we're all looking towards one thing and we're excited to do it and that's like a fun peaceful moment for me and then another one would be like all going to a restaurant together to me there's a peace in that even though there's like it's loud oftentimes like people being crazy and like you know singing or karaoke something but at the same time like i feel very at peace even though it's like a hectic setting mm-hmm. i just feel like relaxed knowing that you know we're all breaking bread together and just having a good time just like laughing and stuff and and it's gonna be a good time i've never gone to a restaurant with you guys and i'm like oh i don't really want to be here it's not gonna be a good time it's like no well eventually like even if it starts kind of slower like we'll have a good time we'll laugh at some point we'll laugh till we're crying like and we'll eat 
food together, it's it's a good time. So yeah, it's kind of like last week or not last week, two yesterday. two weeks, a couple ago, weeks ago when know, you yeah. talked about your topic, like the hanging out with friends thing. That's why I think if I had to lean towards one, it would be the the, the wheel one because that one to me speaks to what I want to like hit on in this topic as right. opposed to other topic, which is like the peaceful part of it. Because like yeah. best hangout could be more exciting. Doing but. like a restaurant or something like we that's more like fun, but that also yeah. feels like more of an event where yeah, movie whether it's like at one of our houses or going to the theater mm. like and watching a movie together that because it's not so it's still a social activity but because it's not really because you're oh, all just tempo. sort of like mm. watching a uh, one thing that is like a good time or even like if it's a sports thing i mean when we're all together watching like you know a ufc thing for example like i know the three of you Mm. care about it more well, than even i do the, even the nhl playoffs but yeah fun. when we were watching like the leaf playoffs or something and that was something where like everybody's more locked in so losers fun, or like when yeah i fucking, love watching the leafs in the playoffs <laughs> or like when we were watching uh team canada and the world cup like the soccer thing yep. like that was another one too where it's like all being like equally invested and sort of yes. locked in on one thing and even though it has the like highs and lows of like you know ah oh, we're fucking winning and that's exciting or it's like oh we're losing and that oh, fucking sucks suck, uh. it's yeah it sucks but i remember the thrill of like even when we we're watching the playoffs it's like anything could happen like what if they come back and then they would come back remember that one time at my house and they like they, they were like down yeah. four or whatever and they won the whole game I was yeah like, this is insane. so it's like that is uh even though there's excitement again it's similar to like playing a you know spooky video game where it's like mm. you wouldn't think of it as a peaceful thing but there's something about it that's just in there's, a group setting as opposed to alone time. There's, like there's a, peace in, like, I guess, there's, is, is there peace in kind of, like, knowing what it is? Or everyone being on the same page, I guess? Yeah, I guess like that it's, it's, it's like... A, it's like a camaraderie type thing where it's like... Yeah. I, I don't know about the horror game thing. I guess because the horror games, like, if you just love video games and you love horror games, even though it's, like, scary... You're like, I love this. Get yeah, back. it's just to me, it's just the act of playing a video game. Because even like you mentioned Last of Us being a much more like serious thing, it's like it's still, it's still if peace, I'm playing yeah. a serious, heavy, whatever, thoughtful game or something that's like sad or like mm. emotionally upsetting, I'm still excited and like, happy. Yeah, I'm still in a sort of like tranquil, you know. Oh, I'm engaging with this thing I love, or mm. you know, and it's, whatever. It, it's also very peaceful to like see the progression of the game and like you're getting more power ups or abilities or whatever, and mm-hmm. you're going through a skill tree. And yeah. It's like. Every time you go back in, it's like, oh, yeah, I'm going to get this next thing soon. And you're, like, going to see what's going to happen in the story next. So it's, like, even if it's, a, yeah, even uh, you're right. Even if it's, like, scary or messed up in the game, like, the story, there's a piece in just that activity in general. Yeah. And I think I'm another one. so much, dude. I know. It's, it's fucking here. Another one I would toss out, I guess, more as an alone thing. But it can't be with other people. But I feel like I also find a lot of comfort in going back to certain things. Mm. So it's like rewatching movies or a podcast episode or, or something. Yeah. Like a funny YouTube video or podcast thing mm. or replaying video games that also offers a certain amount of oh, peace. Cause it's like, you know, I have watched and will continue to watch jaws a thousand fucking times, but mm. it's like, I'm so just happy and at Dude. ease watching that movie or a million other movies I, that I, I like rewatching to, to and me, video games is the same thing to me it's Coraline like I think about watching Coraline once or twice a year and every time I'm like I'm excited to watch it somehow because most movies a lot of movies that I watch like even if I love them I'm not like I really want to rewatch that soon I'm excited to rewatch it soon but for some reason just like that movie in specific I just I never get bored of it I can always rewatch it like there's some movies that I think are incredible but I wouldn't want to watch again and again and again like a movie like uh, Parasite I love that movie but it's not one where I'm like, I need to watch it again and again and again. Like, it's like once or twice. It's an excellent movie, but I'm not like, you know. Yeah, there's a, there's a very, it's like the same idea of like rewatching a sitcom too, right? If you like watch The Office like four or five times or you watch How I Met Your Mother, there's like, there's a certain piece in it because you're like, 
I, I love this so much, this piece of content, but like I'm going to pick up on new things this time or maybe I'm like, I forget some of the things that happen. And so like you're rediscovering things and like re-laughing like, oh yeah, that's, this is hilarious. I remember this point. Like there is a comfort in re-experiencing things for sure. Anyway, well, that was my topic and uh, yeah, let's be at peace. Cool. Let's be at peace. Um, be happy. Peace be with you. All right, boys, you're going to need to put your thinking caps on for this one a little bit. No. <laughs> Come on. No. 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 I no. Dude, actually, you're you're going to like this. Every though. time I talk, I smell shit. From <laughs> <laughs> the bean boozled? Oh, no. It's like on my tongue. Yo, gross. Yeah. Okay, you guys are going to like this, I think. Mm. So imagine you're speaking with someone who's new to you. We'll call this person Jim. Okay. Jim... Well, well, laughing. I haven't well, said anything funny. Well, who else thought about Jim from the office? I thought about Jim from You Don't Mess Around with Jim. Jim Croach. Interesting. Mm. Anyways, ahead, you're talking to Jim, and the topic of video games comes up. Mm-hmm. Jim proclaims that he is not into video games. However, he would like to experience that world. Mm-hmm. He doesn't know where to start. Mm. You need to think of a video game mm-hmm. that will hook someone on to video games pretty much. What like game this. what game would you recommend to someone who's never played video games but wants to get into it? I can go first if you this guys is, like. I just want to toss out, this is different but similar to, I have thought, I don't know if you guys have thought of this, but I think if there ever comes a time in my life where I am to spread my seed oh, teach, oh, the, your and fir- the first kid. sire first. a child yes. and I want to introduce video games to them, this is a thing that I have long since thought about of like, because I also have an appreciation for like older games. So I think about it where I'm like, well, where do I start them? Do I start them with fucking Super Mario Brothers and like Mega Man? Or are they going to not be into that? Do I start them with like what would be current at the time? Do I start them with what would be old to them? But like for me it would be, you know, God of War or whatever. Never say spread my seed again. <laughs> <laughs> but with Jim, because this is a full grown yeah, individual. he's an adult. Yeah. And not a child that I'm... Influencing. Hmm. This is an interesting one. May, for may me, start. May I begin? Oh, do you want to begin? For me, I would say, hey, Jim, try Spider Man. That's what I was You saying. motherfucker! I wanted to go first! Spider Man really? PS4? You guys both had Spider Man? Well, I have a few games, but the first one that I was would propose is Spider Man PS4 for a yep. few reasons. Yep. You piece of shit. For a few reasons. One, it's really bright and colorful. It's. I feel like upbeat is not entirely the right it's word to encapsulate like the vibe, but it's like fast paced. Mm. The video game mechanics are not difficult whatsoever. It's almost sati- it's satisfying in a sense, like Swinging, the mechanics uh, and stuff. Yeah, yeah. And the story is unbelievable. It's mm. again, I've, we've mentioned this, mentioned this on the show before. It's the only video game that's elicited tears <laughs> from me. So mm. story is amazing, easy gameplay, and bright sort of satisfying visuals almost is what yeah. i would say that's the elevator pitch of spider-man now here's what i will talk you don't agree you said really spider-man no i just f- couldn't believe that you guys both have the same game here's what i'll toss out though and this is similar again to my future maybe child if they maybe happen to exist when <laughs> you say somebody who wants to get into video games yes there's a few ways you could take are this. we taking liberties with the fact of like they have some understanding because like i've heard people in like video game podcasts i listen to talk about this where it's like if you were going to introduce somebody to video games who had never played one in their life mm-hmm. it might be too much to ask of them to introduce them to like a 3d game 
like Spider-Man, where you're operating movement Have you seen and camera. I would, I, would Maddie, no, Maddie, I would agree with that statement if we were living in the 1980s. No, 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 no. Matt is right. Have you seen... Have you have any of your parents ever tried to like pick up a controller and see? I've seen people like I'd be like, oh, mom, try this out, or dad, try this out. Like maybe you'd like it as a kid, mm-hmm. and it was like you know 3D games, and just like like Maddie's saying, operating the the camera, they have no idea what's going on. I've seen people try to play Call of Duty that have never played a video game before, mm-hmm. and it's a very simple game: aim, shoot, reload, grenade, whatever, and they just can't seem to get it. They're just up and down, and they just can't seem to focus on where they want to go. Mm-hmm. So I think the idea of like a 3D game could potentially pose troubles for people which is why like one of my answers is gonna is gonna be a point and click type game because it's less demanding uh, on the actual gameplay front but interesting on the story front and is a good like introduction to it can i just jump in and and go for it um what's the game the one that i so i have a couple but the first one that i would want to throw out is i mean i wasn't thinking of a specific game but just like a point and click type game i think if i had to go with like a more modern one that i feel like would be um, like cool for people to play is um, Detroit Become Human. That game is like you you have your own path. You play as different characters, different perspectives, and you make different decisions. And then it goes down to a different path depending on if you choose to kill this person or or free them or whatever, or if you choose to run away or stay or whatever it is. So and and there is a little bit of gameplay where you walk around, you look at things, you start to like you start to learn how to use cam the camera to like look at where you want to look and and then talk to this person or talk to this person. And it's not super high high pace like you're just like going crazy like mm-hmm. it kind of eases into it I guess so that's one game a second game that I would say is um, the Last of Us I, I'd, I'd recommend the Last of Us just because you can make the settings like very easy or like even do like auto aim but to me that game is like the best representation of story that you could get in a game so like to me a lot of people like most people love video uh, movies and TV but a lot of people who aren't into video games they're kind of like nervous. That it's gonna be like too much to handle, too much all at once, whatever. But to me, it's like if you were to reduce the settings, The Last of Us would be like a riveting story that you're watching play out, um, and like the gameplay isn't too demanding if you like turn on auto aim and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. So that'd be another one. And then a third one I put on here probably would be, I'm just looking at my top ten list and like I'm picking from that. But another one to me might be like uh, Ghost of Tsushima. I feel like that's a really cool game if you're like if the person happens to be into like samurai. Or, like, into that sort of, like, you know, warrior type shit. What's yeah. Jim into? So, I feel like... And that game is, like, it's beautiful. It's big. You'll ride around on a horse. And, like, to me, that might be a little bit more advanced for a beginner. So, that's why I'd probably go point and click first. And then, if they're comfortable enough with aiming and shooting and stuff like that, then I'd go to Last of Us. And then, if they were, like, at some point... But if we're going to just go beginner, I'd say the um, Detroit Become Human. Mm-hmm. Because it's a really cool story. It's like watching a movie, but you're, like, controlling it in a simple way. Mm-hmm. For me, another one I wanted to add for simplicity. Also, I know what you guys are saying like 2D, 3D. I was thinking mm. just in terms of like getting someone hooked on video games. Like they want to get into it. Yeah. I want to give them something good that they're going to like. But I'm also thinking like I, I don't play a lot many 2D video games. So I don't have mm. many to choose from. But something older I would have suggested is the original Ratchet and Clank. Mm. I That was my favorite game as a kid. Is it 2D? No, it's not 2D. Oh, okay. I'm not suggesting 2D. Oh, okay. But... It was just a very simple game to get into, really easy to understand. Like, mm. you don't have a ton of weapons. It's just one button to shoot and use kind of everything you have. You're just, like, collecting coins and buying new things. Mm. And it's just, like, very straightforward plan. It's a very straightforward map. You know what you're doing. You know where to go. And it's just 
all fun at the same time mm. and like it kind of gets you addicted like you just want to keep playing mm-hmm. you know you know another good one too yeah. i feel like maybe like a straightforward kind of like a fighting game i feel like a fighting game is like you you move back and forth i would dis- i think i would disagree with that fighting no, but let me tell you, good because it removes me, camera yeah but it's then, just control but yeah. the only thing which i assume patrick you might be thinking the same thing is it requires <coughs> a certain Combos? amount of like like the button inputs and yeah, like me, all that shit. But to me, that all goes away if you face someone who's also a beginner. So to me, it's like it, it would depend. It would depend, and if you're facing someone who's like poops, who's played before, mm-hmm. it would be the worst thing to show someone because they'd be like turned off by it. like oh I, I can't even, f- I can't even I compete. That I can I can see someone like, like playing Mortal Kombat or something like just like dude, getting in with a couple buttons at first yeah. and be like oh this is fun for like, me. Let and me the first a, time you chain a combo try a simple or, combo and yeah. oh that was cool. What if I try this more complicated yeah. combo? And yeah. even if you're even if you're button mashing and you're you're facing someone who's also a button masher or someone who's a beginner and it's just like a really fun like. Oh, I can get used to this. Like we're all trying to like nail moves to get like you know. Yeah, I see that. For me, what I would think, and again, I could be wrong, is that it shows less of the aspects of video games. Like it's pretty sure. like one. It's one dimensional almost. Yeah. Um, but like I'm not entirely convinced of the two D three D thing. I don't know why I'm not convinced of it. I've just personally I, seen I, people. I'm not try saying to there's not going to be a learning. Yeah. I know there is going to be a learning curve yeah. for sure. But I don't think it's as steep as what the video game podcast people I, are making it up. I to think be. it depends if, it's a, if if Jim's a young person, then yeah. it shouldn't be a problem. He'll adjust. Yeah. Even if he's never played a video game before. Yeah. But, but if it's an older person, yeah. I, I've seen older people try to play, and it's just like, mm-hmm. it's it's nothing they've even like. They're not in. They're not into technology, for example. Yeah. So that it might just be a technology issue. It might be a technology issue. But if I were to consider that, mm. I would say Mario is like. I feel like it's That's like a classic. No, I feel like it's a no-brainer. I feel well, like you. I have two here. Okay. Um, in terms of what I think, mine, I try, I'm thinking, I'm trying to think of it in a like realistic way of like, what would you give somebody that would make sense? And to me, a game like Super Mario Brothers 3 is probably what I would go with. Because at first I was like, well, you could do something like Tetris because anybody can play Tetris and it's also straight up a perfect game. But then I was like, but if I was going to start somebody with games, that to me would be similar to saying like, I don't know, Pac-Man or Galaga, where it's like anybody can pick up and play those because they aren't that hard and they are 2D, but I feel like those are more... I mean, the, the other two, Pac-Man and Galaga, are literally arcade games, but like Tetris is more arcade in that sense of like you're not really progressing or doing anything. You're just sort of doing it until you lose kind of thing. Whereas I feel like a, a platformer like Mario, for example, would be good because you're still progressing and you can beat it <laughs> in quotes. I don't know why while he was talking, I was just like imagining like, I was like, well, what if I just like, like, uh, I don't know why. You guys ever think when someone's talking, like what if they just got punched in the face? <laughs> like, it was so I random. about being the one that punches them just for fun. <laughs> no, I was just thinking like you're, you're like talking and you're talking about like, you know, the game that you'd introduce to someone and then just like boom, like in the chin and you're just like, <laughs> your hat falls off and shit. Um, I'm so sorry. This no, that's okay. But Mario, so I think Mario is a good place to start and even in 2D games, there's like so many options but I would not start with like a Castlevania or a Mega Man because A, they're hard and B, like those both introduce combat and like <gasps> what about a shovel knight weapons even shovel knight would be good that would be it's a great game good because that's 2d in combat but that's like Dude, easy gotta, enough that you could you get gotta, through i know you, i think you, you barred my ds i want to get it back at some point just to play shovel knight again. <laughs> um have you been playing it the ds yeah yeah because i bought like a bunch of zelda games and oh, really? i've been playing yeah. them on that I just want to put in here real quick mm. another game i really like on the ds mm. is kirby I love oh, Kirby. Dude. That's a really dude, good that's, one. That's easy. an example of a Super 2D easy. game that, like, Fun, yes, though. there's maybe combat and stuff, but it's not, like, soul-crushing kind of thing. Have you played Kirby Planet Robobot? 
Can you please play? I think I have it on on the DS. It's like a newer Kirby game, and you like, you know how like you know you he has like the fire ability, and then he has different abilities. And this one, there's like abilities that you have, but then if you get into mechs that all have different abilities, so there's like uh, a a sword mech, and the sword mech has like both arms are just swords, and you just like swing through blocks and like kill enemies. And then there's one that's like um, a jet one, and you can fly around with it. And then there's one that's like a fire one. And he just like you can like aim up or down like this, and then like when you when you like lock it in, it just like flamethrowers. So it's like a really fun, cool, easy game for someone to get into. They're not gonna get frustrated. They're not gonna keep dying over and over again. Like oh, I can't handle this shit. It's colorful. It's fun. It's cute. I think that's a really good introduction for sure. Mm-hmm. Um, what the fuck is he saying? Yeah, so I would go with Mario just because it is platforming, but it doesn't. It's two D. There's not really combat in any of these things. You could maybe try like an old school two D Zelda like a link to the past or something because that there's combat and like puzzle solving but it's still it's still 2d and i feel like it's manageable enough but the reason i would go with like a mario or a maybe zelda is that like it's something you can beat you can make progress and it's not just an arcade thing where it's like you're but fucking tetris can, can i play devil's advocate though i feel Please. like a lot of people who are not into video games would be like oh what is this like nerdy like I, this is stupid because it's like an old game i feel like a lot of people a lot of people even people who are gamers are not into old games just because sure. they're old. Well, people just block it out I mean, that we're way. We're talking about somebody that wants to get into video games, though. So that's I feel true. Like they're not going to be like, that's oh, too nerdy. They, yeah, they that's why, mind. like, even if I was, because I, I had also thought about, like, maybe, like, a 3D Mario, mm. maybe, to kind of teach somebody the 3D stuff. Like but Galaxy even in that, World like, I would thing? probably go with, like, Odyssey or something. Because mm. I think if you gave, well, you could give somebody who doesn't know anything about video games Mario 64, and mm. I don't think they'd care. But, like, I know... There are people now who would be like, "Why am I going to play Mario 64? Dude, what about, it what looks about, like, like shit." Or what something. about like Mario Kart or something like that? Like a fun competitive. Nah, the other, like the other thing about the whole 2D 3D thing is, I don't know why you would opt to give them a 2D thing as if that was going to help them yeah. navigate a 3D thing. It's not that it the helps. learning curve is going to come anyways. It's not that. So it that's it why helps. I would assert. I'm sorry. I was that's why. I w- that's why I would assert a game like Spider-Man because it shows like graphics of the modern day. It's easy game mechanics and satisfying game mechanics. And a great story. You know, if you're gonna do, if you were gonna do a 3D camera. thing, that's though, right. that's why I think something maybe like a 3D platformer, mm-hmm. like a Mario, would be better because you're getting the ropes of 3D and like different things of like momentum or like you jump and oh, you overshot the jump or you mm-hmm. undershot it. Like you get those sort of like basics without like combat and like mm. some of the things that like a spider-man would present but the other option i would say as opposed to mario if i was going to do something a little more contemporary and 3d is i think i would go with a game by the name of red dead redemption 2 oh really? wow that's, that's, so, that's so intense because here's yeah. the thing is it a big beefy game yes however mm-hmm. what i think works to red dead's strengths are twofold a because it's so cinematic like a Last of Us or, you know, mm-hmm. mostly PlayStation games because it's got that cinematic quality to it and the storytelling and characters are so fucking good. Mm. And just watching Red Dead 2 is like watching an entire five seasons of like a Breaking Bad or something. Sure. It Like it's on that level of like that quality of shit. I think that grants you the sort of like storytelling and narrative and all that shit that mm. like somebody might want that Mario doesn't have. Yep. Um. And I feel like what works in Red Dead's favor is, A, depending on certain settings you use, and B, like, a lot of aspects of Red Dead, it's one of those games that almost plays itself in a lot of ways. Like, they have the cinematic mode thing when you're riding on your horse, where the camera just punches out, and it's you just, like, riding have on you, the horse. Have you played and, it like, before? 
dude. You're still missing. Unbelievable. Yeah, you can like God of War. You could do cinematic mode like Maddie's saying, and it just like it'll make it like black bars on top and bottom, mm. and then you could just like kind of ride your horse in a straight circle and a straight straight line, and it's just like so and do like different just camera different angles. angles mm. Like you know, ones like maybe more like top down, but like really far out, or ones maybe a little closer, in, horse, like a whatever, side yeah. profile or something. So you there's a lot still of aspects holding like the that. Stick? You'd yeah, still be holding. You might it. just have to like tap X or some shit to like keep moving. Like I don't even know if you have to point it. I think you really. Could, I think you could do cinematic mode and move at the same time. It's like it's like in GTA where you like change your camera angle for the car. There's one that's a cinematic car angle. Where yes. You're driving. And it's like kind of like at the at the front bumper, like low. Yeah, but you still have to control the car. You though. do. So, but yeah. like I think in Red Dead, it's like most paths are pretty simple. So you could just like keep on it for a while. Okay. And just like hold it down. So I feel like Red Dead has that. Even though it's got shooting and stuff in it, I feel like that too is simple and straightforward enough. And it's not like crafting like in Last of Us or like some of these other like there's there aren't a lot of mechanics. It's just point and shoot, which I feel like works to its benefit. I also think the fact that Red Dead 2, like GTA 5 when they added it, can be played in third or first person. Mm. So I feel like that helps too of like it can be a thing of like I'm learning 3D, I'm learning 3D. Maybe Jim wants to dip his toe into like first person stuff and try point. that kind of thing. So I just think Red Dead is like not that intense. I know there's like specific not systems of like as, yeah. feeding yourself or like hunting animals and skinning them and the side quests. Like obviously it's a it's a lot to throw at somebody, but I think are those things supplementary though? Like you don't need to. You don't, have you don't to. really need yeah, to do them. Like okay. you could just mainline it if you want to, kind right. of thing. Yeah. And so I think the like. The narrative aspects and how strong that is mixed with the relatively simple mechanics of the game. Mm. I feel like if I was going to pick a more modern 3D game to throw at somebody, I might throw Red Dead 2 at mm. them. I just want to – I'm going to summarize my, my official pick again. Okay. Like, so the reason I feel like um, Detroit Become Human would be, would be really good – have you played it before or seen it? I've seen it. Yeah, seen so it. it's like – what I like about it is, again, like I feel like a lot of the re- a lot of people love TV and movies and just stories, and so I feel like because the story is the main point of the trip become human, not the gameplay, it would like hook people in, mm-hmm. and then once they're in, they would learn how to use the camera, like I said, learn how to talk to people, kind of like learn the basics of how a video game works, and like be engrossed in the story at the same time. But then they're also like you know walking around investigating things, whatever, and then I feel like games like Red Dead or games like Spider Man could like come soon after because they've mastered the camera angles and they've mastered being a third person character and walking around in a, in a world. Cause I feel like Detroit become humans very like, um, it's just like exp- you're exploring, you're going and you're looking at a sign and you, you like learn more about it or you ask someone a question and then, you, and you can also control it. So I feel like a lot of people would feel like, Oh, this is cool. I get to like make decisions and stuff like that. And it would just hook them into it. And then I feel like later, once they're like really good at controlling a character, then they can go into more fast paced stuff and running around or like, shooting people and skinning stuff and whatever. But um, I think that people would adjust to those games, but I feel like uh, Detroit Become Human would be like an, the easiest choice mm-hmm. in terms of gameplay. It's not very difficult at all. And that's why I like Kirby as a pick as well, because it's like very simple gameplay-wise. There's somebody at the door. Who's at your front door? Uh, I have a scary, uh, sneaky suspicion as to who it is. Oh. Who could it be? Well, uh... Well, Patrick just stepped out, but that was a good topic. I'm like sure that. Patrick was ready to go. It is something, like I said, just really quickly, that like I, it is something I kind of think about where I'm like, man, if I ever have a kid one day you and introduce them to video huh? games. Too, too Bioshock much? is one where, it to me, it's t- I would not start with first-person shooters, even though sure. I was just saying Red Dead can be played first-person. a little person. bit harder. I wouldn't start with first-person because it just... 
the thing is, I feel like there's a lot of things that because we know what we're doing, we take for granted. Mm. It's even like when we talked about the video game design topic and I talked about like how when I played the first couple hours of The Last of Us with my mom and when I was like, hey, it's cheating because I've played the game a handful of times, so I know where to go. But like when I'm walking with Tess in mm -hmm. like the open area of the game or whatever and I'm just going somewhere, my mom's like, how the fuck do you even know like where to go? Because to her, it's just this realistically rendered environment yeah. so it's like how do you and if like you know the staircase there's a couch blocking or whatever it's like how do you know where to go and then when i was explaining to her like the you know well with last of us they use like yellow as their sort of guiding mm -hmm. color so you see like the you know police tape blowing there like that's mm -hmm. their visual cue of letting the player know where to go and she's like oh that's interesting all that shit and like you said a lot of places are blocked off i feel like once you, and then a lot of like paths are clear and clean on the ground where, mm -hmm. where you should go and then the other place is all grassy and fucked up yeah but so, it's like it's like a normal person would be like oh i'm just gonna go right through the bushes it's like you can't go through the bushes so you have to, i think you'd have to be a video game player to know those things i guess that's i think the advantage of 2d2 is you don't have to worry about that stuff it's just i mean depending on the 2d game but mario forth. is left to right mm. so there's no way to like fuck that up mm. um but yeah, I just think about there are things like that that I think we take for granted. Like literally in a first-person shooter, not even moving, just aiming a reticle and a gun and pulling the trigger and like hitting a target. Even that is a thing of like we don't think about Daunt it, but it's like for how many hundreds of hours have we spent mm. playing Call of Duty or any other first-person shooter over time mm. that it's just like second nature. You know what you're doing, which is like, yeah, I wouldn't start somebody with Bioshock even though it's my favorite because even that mm. I feel like – a, it's also kind of horror, and unless somebody was, like, specifically into mm. that, I don't know if they want to start there. But it's just, like, I know it's infinitely slower, but it's the same reason why I wouldn't start with, like, Doom. Sure. Because it's, like, who Doom the hell is ever going to pick up Doom and know, like, yeah. what the fuck is going on kind of yeah. thing? Who's at the door? So, I don't remember who's in the car with me, but I got a call from a family friend yesterday. I was there. You I were was in the, in the car, car with me? Oh, he brought food? He insisted. My Both my parents are in Egypt right now. Oh, are and, they? Yeah. So and we can be loud as we want? Well, the episode's done, but... but oh! oh, my God. So he called me yesterday, and he was like, oh, I want to buy you food. What do you guys like to eat? McDonald's. He said some other restaurants. Do you want McDonald's? And I was like, no, what do you mean? But like I didn't understand his proposition. Well. I was like, "Are you gonna bring us food and then just leave? Or are you gonna Proper, come eat you know, with us? You know, like, you know, what are you gonna? Can I say do? something that's yeah. interesting about you? Yeah. And I'm gonna make it into a topic probably at some point. But oh, I just yeah. want to like preview it. Sure. Patrick, when he's talking to um, Egyptian people, he's Egyptian. He's talking to people who are like primarily Arabic speakers, and they know English, but like yeah. their their main language is Arabic, and their English isn't the best, or they have a thick accent, or their grammar isn't the best. Mm. He'll talk to them like he's talking to us. I do. I'll be like, I'll be like, oh, hey, how's it going? Like, uh, what do you, what's up? And he'll be like, oh, whatever, whatever. And I'll be like, oh, like, I don't get what you mean. Like, do you want to like come hang out, eat, whatever? He'll talk to them very regularly, which I res I respect and I'd like to do that. But for some reason, when I talk to people from back home, I like think that they won't understand me when I'm talking like this, and I have to like not dumb it down, but just like be very yeah, very simplistic, I guess, with yeah. the way I'm talking. I would like food. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> yes, please. Yeah, it sounds like a, I'm sure it sounds condescending, but to me, it's like out of a place of like not wanting to confuse them. Yeah. Right. But anyway, so so this guy brought you food. Long story short, he brought us food. He left now. My what did dad, he bring? My dad called me the other day. I told him about it. He was like, "Do not let him get you food." Mm. What did he get you? Shawarma. Hell yeah. you're not gonna go out you and eat with me. I was about to say, Mark, you're out of luck for a. <laughs> dinner partner. I don't know. Maybe I go at you. You eat some shawarma after. Sweet. Sweet. He's gonna double down and do both. Where's yeah, the shawarma? Leave, from? It, leave it for lunch tomorrow. Yes, from this place. He says excellent. Interesting. Where's he oh. live? So this was a 
that. Wait, why did I say that? The heck? <laughs> Bleep this. Why'd you ask me that? Bleep. I don't know. All right, let's wrap this up. I just up, was just trying to figure out the shawarma. Yeah, Anyways, let's wrap it up, fuck huh? this. Uh, thank you once again wait, for wait, tuning guys, in. What, what are you guys talking about? I was going? Doesn't matter. Okay. I just matter. brought up, we were just talking more about your topic, but it's okay, sweetie. We handled it. We landed the plane. Um, Thank you for tuning in once again. Please like, share, subscribe. You can find us on YouTube. Google Play. Uh, and Google Play and wherever you get your audio podcast. Zero hours. Um, zero still minutes. zero hours yeah. and zero minutes, zero seconds on Google Podcasts. Actually, I actually haven't um, checked it in a couple of weeks, so maybe there's no, maybe probably the same one view. No, probably no, the same. It probably blew up. Um, I can check it right now. Would anybody like to add anything? Let's go around the horn here before we go. Does anybody have? You anything? guys start while I check this. I, no. I love Star Wars, mm. and I like chilling by myself and playing video games. Mm. And, um, and I don't like shitty tasting jelly beans. I don't like shitty tasting. We don't like shitty tasting jelly beans. And video games are fun. And let's not do that for a while, huh? Folks? Yeah, let's not do that for let's, a while. Oh shit! Here goes the fucking. This thing's falling apart. Uh, Malcolm, anything to get off your chest here? No. Malcolm's got nothing. I. Also, I have nothing to say. I'm fucking ready to go. Here. I got, All I right. got the numbers in now front of me here. All right. Zero minutes, play. zero minutes played. Zero plays. One subscriber. That's me. <laughs> I'm the one subscriber on on wildly adequate Google Podcasts. I do have our Spotify numbers up right now. Also, in the last seven days, we have how many streams? Four, five, six. Oh, 11, 12, 13... 14 streams in the last seven days. Wow, that's total cool. 145 streams. So 20 listeners all time. Look at that. Very nice. Thank you. We're everybody. coming for you. Thanks. Fucking appreciate it, Joe Rogan. Uh, but anyways, goodbye. For you, Joe Rogan. Thank you. Bye. Good night. Good night. Let's fucking go. Oh my god. Holy shit. What the fuck was that? Just the noise I had Donald to make. Oh my god. How could be a good voice actor? Oh.